Hello, you're listening to Clemente's Corner. I had to take a hiatus, but I'm back. I'm back with it. Thank you for listening. How you doing? Good to, good to be back, man. I got a new spot. I was moving last Sunday, but I'm back again this Sunday. New studio. No corgis in here. No dogs barking. Uh, I got my own studio in the back of a garage. Got a new roommate. Shout out to Gabe. He's a local comedian. We're going to do some comedy stuff. Maybe start a second podcast. I don't know what the future holds, but I'm glad to be here. I'm blessed. Can't complain. I'm broke, but I'm blessed, and the money will come someday, maybe. I don't know. You guys broke? You guys doing all right? Good to hear, hopefully. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're satisfied with your life, and if you're not, I hope you're working towards something more sustainable. So, uh, thank you for listening. I hope that uh, this podcast is something that is entertaining to you, or maybe informative. I don't know a lot, but sometimes things come across in an informative manner, especially if I have on a smart guest, which I have uh, today. Today I had uh, Paul Perez on. Yes, he is a videographer, animator, illustrator. Guy is super talented with technology. He's a really cool guy. I met him at um, several open mics, and he offered to uh, do some stuff for Yellow City Comedy, help us out with uh, flyers and logos and all kinds of cool shit, maybe t-shirts. So it's very exciting um, to reach out to the community find those creators, those innovators, those movers and shakers. And uh, he's a really cool guy. He had a great conversation. It was a great podcast. And that's about the gist of it. We have a a new open mic starting. Well, it's already started, but there's an open mic at JR's Pool Palace every Friday. And uh, we went up there, me and Chad Sotelo did, uh, did some jokes and they offered us to keep coming back. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see that. Not a lot of business owners are as supportive as you would like them to be when it comes to comedy and, you know, um, adult content. Because I'm I'm kind of dirty. <laughs> Not like excessively, but I say bad words and I talk about uh, adult content. So, um, yeah, it's just cool. It's cool to have that support. So got a Friday mic now in this little town. This little town of Amarillo, pretty exciting. So that's a weekly thing we got going on. We got a show December 23rd. It's a Monday. Uh, there will be two comics out of Colorado performing it. I'm assuming I'm opening. I don't know. Maybe hosting. We'll find out. And then uh, December 13th, Friday the 13th, we will have a Frightmare Before Christmas. It is involving burlesque, music, and comedy going to be a great time tease bar december 13th pretty sure it's a free show so who doesn't want to get drunk on a friday the 13th everybody probably i don't know don't you don't have to get drunk you can just hang out with us it'll be a good time uh what else january 11th we are starting a where we're doing our first show ever at six car pub and brewery that's down polk street if you don't know i've been telling people i thought everyone knew about it but everyone's like what's six car it's a really cool place, great venue, uh, great restaurant, have their own beer. It's a brewery, so yeah, pretty dope, pretty dope stuff. We'll be in there January 11th at 10 p.m. That's a Saturday. That's all the updates I got for now. Um, job searching, job hunting, let me know if you want to hire me. I will do almost anything aside from prostitution. Well, it depends on how much you're offering, you know, if it's like a 
Stanley Marsh type thing where it's like 20,000, I might, you know, or new car, then yep, uh, you know, I'm more open-minded. So keep that in mind, listeners. Um, <laughs> going off the rails. Hey, guys, uh, tragedy happened today. Juice World, a very uh, talented rapper, has deceased, passed away, had a seizure, probably from drugs. Uh, pretty sad. That guy was just starting to spread his wings. I'm not going to lie to you and say I was the biggest fan, but he had some good songs, and I was excited for his future, and it happened again. It's very unfortunate. It happened to XXX, Tentacion, happened to Mac Miller, uh, that dude Lil Peep. I didn't listen to him, but it's like five rappers a year are just dropping dead. Uh, so stop doing lean. That's the that's the <laughs> motto today. No more lean or Percocets or whatever. I don't know what's cool right now. Um, fentanyl? Fentanyl? How do you say that? Fentanyl. This podcast is brought to you by fentanyl. Don't do it because it'll kill you. All right. That's all the stuff I have. We will move on to the episode. I'm going to go ahead and play this song by Juice World. It's called Bandit. Please enjoy episode 106 with Paul Perez. Yeah, I just battle the bitches with the bad. Battle the money on the Uh, I say, uh, I don't need no Molly to be savage. Uh, when I'm on that Molly, I feel savage. She the definition of a bad bitch stole her. I'm the definition of a bandit Ay, I don't need no molly to be savage Ay, But when I'm on the molly, I feel savage Ay, My girl the definition of a bad bitch Stole her heart, I'm the definition of a bandit Put the perks down and picked up the jiggers, jiggers, jiggers Tommy in the fucking Tommy Hill, figure, figure, figure Tommy hit a nigga, Tommy Hill, figure, fuck nigga. I'm nice when I'm high off the pills, I'ma fuck with her I don't smoke skunk, but tonight I'm getting stuck, nigga Hold a coating up and put some molly in the cup with it I know she a freak, uh-huh, she gon' fuck with it She my Velcro, uh-huh, guess I'm stuck with her I dive in it like a sailor, I love the nail Addicted to a paraphernalia, I had to tell her I see it like a fortune teller Yo ex nigga did good, I could do better Bad bitch from the woods, I think she a hunter She a killer and a eater, she a Jeffrey Dahmer I can tell when she in the feelings, I could read her like a book No techno Beretta effing on me, am I understood? Good evening, you're listening to Clemente's Corner, this is episode 106, I'm here with Paul Perez, he is a graphic designer, animator, illustrator, animator, illustrator, streamer, everything else, what do you call yourself? Uh, just a creative individual. Creative individual. Anyway, thanks for coming, man. Thanks, man. But I don't have anything else to do. So. <laughs> been trying to been trying to do this for a while. Just been trying to no, just meet you in general. But yeah, I always wanted you on the podcast too. When did we? Uh, when did we first talk? Was that at Zombies? No, I think y'all were doing an open mic at... house bar. No. Um, <laughs> wait. Yeah, I think this is the first time. I saw you there. I went to a comedy show, and then I think Skyler may have may have come in, and I was like, "Oh shit, I know Skyler." 
he didn't recognize me at first because I mm. hadn't seen him in like years. Then I saw him, and then I went to the next open mic at what was it? Whiskey River. Yeah, Whiskey River. Nice. Okay, yeah, I remember Whiskey River now. And then so we lost Whiskey River. Oh yeah. Yeah, they said uh, too many gay jokes. <laughs> really? Yeah. At Whiskey River. Right. You would think. Yeah. It's the it's the like old conservatives who can't handle jokes. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. It's not the millennials. It's We're, not the young snowflakes. It's the okay. old snowflakes. So that means the problem. That sounds like they didn't have a problem with making jokes about gays, but maybe the jokes y'all were saying had a gay vibe to them. <laughs> like, stop it, you're being gay. Oh, yeah. there was a, there was a lesbian playing pool, uh-huh. and she's. Uh, after we were done, she went up to Colin and she was like, "Hey, I just want to say thank you very much for not telling any gay jokes because it seemed like everyone had a gay joke and it was just too much and it's just they crossed the line and it was <laughs> and then um, the next day they called us and they were like, "Yeah, we can't do open mics anymore." <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, well, it depends on the joke. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it depends on the joke. If if it's a shit joke, then it's a shit joke. But mm-hmm. if it's a funny joke. And it depends. But also, you have to have shit jokes at an open mic. Right, right. That's part of the fun yeah. of open mics. Because after the Walmart shooting in El Paso, oh, fuck. Yeah. someone made a joke at Whiskey River. And I was talking to some people, some regulars about it. And they're like, we thought it was too soon. Yeah. And I was like, really? There's no such thing as too soon. So, I mean, yeah. it's an open mic. So, we have to let people say what they want to say. Yeah. <laughs> and if if they crash and burn, then they fucking crash and burn. Mm-hmm. It's if you're a, If you're a seasoned comedian and... You're comfortable with making that leap of making a joke that, you know, could be perceived as too soon, then that's all on you. So if they boo you and say you're fucking trash, then that's your fault. <laughs> you should have, yeah. like, wrote a better joke, you know? For sure, for sure. I like, uh, I liked Whiskey River, but it was, like, slowly dying anyway. Yeah. So it was, like, I guess it was good worked out yeah the problem here in Amarillo is like there's very low like engagement mm-hmm. with people did you see um at the mics in Austin but there was there a good crowd there usually yeah there's usually good crowds on on uh, Fridays that's awesome and of course but they would always have like big names coming in and uh playing in the big room yeah that's harder for us <laughs> so yeah and so every now and then they would have people go in there and do that and then they would have uh you know, open mics. I thought about doing it a couple times, but I was just more focused on like school and like yeah. artwork and nerd. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you think that's nerdy, I was going to school for animation. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's even extra nerdy. But uh, but yeah, there were some people who go that they were they would crash. But the interesting thing I noticed about Cap City comedy was. There was very mild heckling. Mm-hmm. So every now and then you'd get a, I guess, uh, someone who would heckle a little bit or make a little bit extra noise. But if it started creating an environment to where, like, the patrons who were there were getting tired of it, mm-hmm. then, like, the, uh, the club owner would come in and be like, hey, you got to knock awesome. it off or we're going to... We need to get better at that. Yeah. But it, but it's like, this is our fourth... Um, you know, person in the audience, like, <laughs> yeah. do we kick them out or do we just yeah. play along? Yeah. I think if, 
if it becomes a distraction for the audience, mm-hmm. then I would say, you know, give the give the comedian a chance to f- just shit on these people. We can cuss, right? No. No. <laughs> no. I'll have to edit out your shit. Okay. Beep. Don't say shit um, anymore. <laughs> we get up to six shits. Six shits. We're okay. now at five. Now at six. <laughs> okay, we're done. No more shits. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like give the comedian a chance to crap all over that heckler. Oh, you can say shit. Yeah. yeah. And if they uh, <laughs> and if they can't and it just becomes awkward, then all right, dude, you got to chill out or yeah. we're going to fucking throw you out. They uh, they kicked out a guy at house bar. I, I don't know if he was homeless. He was like cracked out or something, but he's missing a lot of teeth. And he was like, I live in a trash can. And that was all he kept saying. He was like yelling at Skyler. And they finally kicked him out, but he was like, there's like a window behind the stage. And he was like holding like two liquor bottles and like waving them around <laughs> as they kicked him out. He was, was probably trying to recite that Dave Chappelle joke. The Oscar bitch, the Grouch. I live in a trash can. Yeah, yeah. Like, Oscar, you're a grouch. Like, bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. It's probably the only like joke he remembers. Yeah. And so and half remembers that he's just telling people he lived in a trash can. <laughs> but yeah, we get the crazies, especially at House Bar. Yeah. That, that's place seems to attract that's crazy closer people. to downtown and like the yeah. shelters and stuff for sure for sure amarillo's a weird place yeah <laughs> see like what i didn't understand is like with amarillo they they build some fucking stadium that nobody wants mm-hmm. and then it's just like or i mean you could have built like uh i don't know what you would call it, like maybe a halfway house for for people who are Mm -hmm. homeless who are trying to like get their shit back together like i wouldn't mind spending tax money on something like that i don't i don't think most people would yeah spending tax money on that i mean some people would bitch but they have to it's their only job that's something (laughs) yeah that's something i would i would think you know i think about sometimes if i had a bunch of money just like create like i mean tiny apartments they're like basically efficiencies Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's enough to get people, uh, I think some state did that and they almost got rid of all their homeless people because it was basically small apartments for people and they had rules that they had to follow Mm -hmm. and they had to work. But I think the rent was like maybe 10% of what they made, something tiny. And it was just, it gave them an opportunity to slowly Mm -hmm. rebuild what they had. That's a great idea. But here in Amarillo we're like no we need a ballpark because you know how successful uh, Amarillo sports teams have been <laughs> I don't know how old you are but I remember the Dillas the Rattlers yeah the Rattlers the Gorillas Gorillas uh, you, I miss throwing bananas the, yeah the Dusters and I think the Dusters are still around no it's like Venom or something oh yeah Venom what's the I thought the uh... okay Venom is the football team mm-hmm but what's the hockey team? We don't have a hockey team anymore. Oh, we got rid of them? I think so. Oh. Or, because I know it used to be the Rattlers. Yeah, there was some, I thought it was maybe yeah, the Venom after the, the Rattlers. Who no, was I think the, it was the Gorillas. gorillas and yeah. then there was one more. Now I got to look it up. Oh, Amarillo right. hockey teams. Look that up, Jamie. All right. Pull that up. Um, the Gorillas was. Oh, the one. Amarillo Bulls. Duh. Bulls? Yeah. I don't know if they're still around, but yeah, that was their thing. It was like, I have a suspicion that just somebody on the city council or something just made a shit ton of money off that deal. Definitely. Yeah. Still making money. Did you see how, like, that stadium's really nice? 
Mm-hmm. I oh, went yeah, there. Nice. I got in there for free. I didn't even stay for the game. Yeah. But <laughs> they interviewed us because we were part of Yellow City Comedy. Yeah. They interviewed me and Skyler. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's really nice. People, A lot of people show up there. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it's a good idea for like making money, and they're supposed to like revitalize the <laughs> downtown. Yeah, but it's but like, the thing is nobody can afford to rent out one of those little shops down there. Yeah, it's all empty. Nobody's bought them. Everything's empty. It would be cool if they put like a comic book shop slash like coffee shop. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool if they put something like that down there. That'd be dope. I know Damon. He owns uh, that uh, what's it called? Uh, Dragon's Lair, I think. Something lair. Is it a bar? No, it's a comic shop. Mm, where's that at? It's over there. They used to be off of Western, but their roof caved in <laughs> during one of the storms. And then so they moved uh, off of Georgia, one of the old shopping centers, if you go south mm. towards uh, Hillside. Okay, haven't heard of that. And so um, I think it's something lair. I went there a couple times, but I should tell him, hey, man, you should open up a little coffee mm-hmm. shop. Yeah. That's a great idea. But yeah, it seems like uh, we're just adding a bunch of like cool new shit and kind of just neglecting yeah, it the seems things like, you were mentioning. Yeah. It seems like the, uh, they're trying to be like Austin, mm-hmm. but Amarillo's not Austin. Not Amarillo, at all. We don't like Austin prices. And because like I was talking to my boss who, you know, he owns that property management company and me and him were talking. The guy we won't say who his name is that got fired, he was trying to get us to renovate a bunch of our uh, units and he was trying to charge like awesome prices. And me and my, the owner of the company, me and him were like, no, that's a terrible idea because people don't want to pay Awesome prices in Amarillo. Yeah, definitely. That's not. the whole that's reason. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're in Amarillo. <laughs> is because we don't want to pay like fucking $900 for an efficiency. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. But that's that's one of the problems I have with Amarillo. It's just, our 6th Street, uh, our Route 66, mm-hmm. is better than downtown. There's way more stuff over there. That's true. And so they should just focus on that. That's a good point. A lot of people go through there too. When I worked at a hotel, there would just be like endless amounts of like Europeans, mm-hmm. like stopping in there. It's like, oh yeah, we're driving from Chicago to LA. Mm-hmm. A lot of them would stop here. Yeah. So I didn't realize how fa- like famous of a route yeah, that was. Like, <laughs> I'm from here, and I don't. I still am unclear on what the significance of Route 66 is. I have no idea. I think maybe it was like one of the first major highways. Makes sense. Maybe. Probably. I mean, it does run east to west. So, mm-hmm. and back then, I was talking to my grandma uh, before she passed away, like a while back. She was saying when she was younger and moved here, she said everything um, basically uh, west of Tenth Street or of uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. She goes, that was country. Nothing was there. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Because I remember my my mom told me that uh, by the Westgate Mall, mm-hmm. that all used to be like a dirt road. Yeah. Like when she was younger. And she's yeah, that's exactly right what my, at 50. Yeah, what my grandma was saying. She's like, there was nothing over there. Then it just boomed. Yeah, it's so, wild. 
Oh, I like seeing the old uh, pictures of downtown. Like, yeah. if you see those, it was like, it actually looked like a big city. Because you see all the lights and that old 50s look. Mm-hmm. With all the cars and the shops and stuff. But now Amazon's closing all that down. Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> interesting so um with your job um do you work with a bunch of like local companies and like do stuff for them no we just uh so it's a property management company and Mm -hmm. so what they do is just manage properties for people say you own two homes Mm -hmm. and you don't want to want the hassle of being a landlord Mm -hmm. because you have like certain uh like laws and stuff that you have to abide by yeah. Like, so say if for certain problems you have like within a 24 hour period that you legally have to respond to if, you know, the tenant is complaining, but with the property management company, they take that hassle out of it for you and just take like maybe 10, 12% of that monthly rent. Mm-hmm. And they worry about the leases, the rent collection, mm-hmm. the eviction r- repairs and all that. So all the animation stuff you do, um, that's all just for fun on the side? Yeah, that's a sort of freelance. I do, uh, but I do a lot of like multimedia stuff mm-hmm. where I'm at. I was like the digital marketing manager. Because like a lot of what it seems to be going on for like, I assume you're a millennial like me or an older millennial. Yeah, um, I think I'm right on the edge. Yeah. I think I'm one of the youngest millennials. How like old are you? 25. 25? Yeah, so I'm like... I think Gen Z starts, Gen Z's are like 22, 23. Yeah. Oh, so you're a... Young millennial. Young. Or am I, I don't know. I well, because I'm Z. an old, I'm an old millennial. I'm 30. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm right on that little edge. Well, I feel like some millennials are like 40. I mean, like everyone has different numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you Google it right now, you'll get four different answers. <laughs> yeah. And so like, but with me, what I've been noticing people in our generation, we're having to wear like multiple hats. Mm-hmm. So I do the job of like five different people. Oh yeah. And I'm definitely not getting the pay for it, you know. Definitely not. I make all right, you know, money, but for like videography, photography, mm-hmm. video editing, mm-hmm. photo editing, uh motion graphics, graphic design, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a very real thing in today's world. Like you can't have one skill. Yeah. You can't just be like, "Oh, I work at a warehouse and then I'm going to retire in yeah. 40 years." Well, like Andrew Yang was saying is just like it's wall-to-wall robots, mm-hmm. and it's uh, you know automation's taking jobs. And, yeah, and millennials, we have to wear all these different hats mm-hmm. because we have to be. Hey, look at my value as an employee. Yeah. So instead of hiring five people, you can just hire me and underpay me, and you know. But I mean, I like the work. It's just I work in an office. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically it. Like you can't you can't afford to eat, really, having one job, unless you're getting a real unless you have a great job. But yeah, let's say with what I make, it wouldn't it probably wouldn't I would probably be struggling in somewhere like Austin. Mm-hmm. But in Amarillo, I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing great, but I'm I'm doing all right enough to save here and there and get some of the things I need. So, it isn't bad. It isn't ideal, so, but yeah. it's definitely not bad. No, I was doing all right before um, before I lost that job. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 
But it's kind of one of those things like, do you want to die slowly on the inside or like take a risk and do something that you actually want to do? And so exactly. that's kind of the, the takeaway from that. Yeah, that's kind of my life at this point. And then I was, I listen to a lot of podcasts um, with comedians and yeah. there. I've heard them say like, uh, I was scared to get too good of a job because mm-hmm. then I wouldn't be able to focus on comedy. Right. And then I was just like, yeah, I should probably just say fuck the, this yeah. place. But at the same <laughs> time, that could be a, like a, what is it, self-defeating prophecy. Mm-hmm. It's like, but if you're smart, you could get a, you know, a good job that you're, you know, all right with and focus and use that. Cause that's kind of what I'm doing right now with mm-hmm. this job. Like yeah. I definitely don't like working in an office. Um, uh, I like the work cause it's more creative work. I like my boss. Um, but it's, I didn't see myself doing that, but it pays good mm-hmm. and it allows me to save up for the things I, I need. Like, that like I was good. saying before, like uh, a new drawing tablet. I just yeah. recently got a new, uh, gaming PC so it's strong enough so I can do more editing and my artwork so I'm using this job I have now to fuel my hobbies and passions because yeah. just having the job that you're alright with it's mm-hmm. you know you definitely want hobbies and passions and mm-hmm. goals or you just become stagnant for sure yeah and that was my issue was I had that job yeah and a nine to five and i was just bored as shit and if you hate it and i was just i was focusing on everything else like i was making flyers i was setting up shows yeah i was listening to like i wasn't doing my job well (laughs) yeah i feel you and if it's something like that then that kind of kills you creatively Mm -hmm. because if it's something you hate you know then you definitely want to even if you have to take that pay cut you want to find something you you don't mind doing like this Mm -hmm. job I definitely don't hate it, you know. Mm-hmm. Now there's some people I work with that I, I'm not fond of, <laughs> but you know I can do this work and you know it's creative. I get to be creative in it, and uh, I get along with my boss. So I'm just like, I'll do this for a while and just use that to help elevate my yeah. different hobbies and passions. That's what's up. Being creative is fun. That's on a, like that'd be a good thing for me. Like six car was talking to me about setting up uh they want someone to like host bingo night on thursdays and they paid me like 150 and i was like fuck yeah let's do that like if i could just do like little side things <laughs> yeah just just to get just, that creative just stack those up just do yeah. a bunch of small creative jobs and then i don't have to get an office job yeah. <laughs> you just you just become that comedian that like only does shows for like the elderly mm-hmm. yeah elderly show that'd yeah. be fun goddamn kids yeah fucking <laughs> I'm slowly getting like that, you know, mm-hmm. as you get older, you're like, what the, f-? like all these little trends they do now. Yeah. Like, TikTok. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm too old for TikTok. I'm just like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> I, I hate watch it sometimes or, or no, where they, uh, they lip sync mm-hmm. sync. Yeah. Like that's not a, that's not a hot, that's not a skill. Fucking, mm-hmm. I know Jimmy Fallon likes to do it, but that's not a <laughs> lip syncing is, is not a. Uh, skill. It's TikTok is like Vine's like ugly cousin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but for some reason it's popular. Yeah, super trendy. <laughs> I don't know. Like one one thing I that annoys me, and I just recently found this out. They call it an edit, like videos. Like oh hey, I I just watched this new video. It was pretty dope. 
But like younger people now, they call it an edit. Oh, I watched this dope edit. What? That they say edit instead of video? Yeah. It's mm. usually more around like gameplay videos yeah. where they cut together pieces. I mean, like, yeah, they actually, the person's editing the video mm-hmm. and putting it together as a video, but they say, oh, like, I like this, this edit. It's like, you mean a video? Dope like, edit. Look, yeah, yeah, that's a dope edit. That's you know, funny. It's like it's a dope video. You little shit. Little shits. But you mm. probably experience a lot of that. You're doing the streaming thing. Mm. Kinda. Or people like asking to play games with you. And it's just like, I'm kind of trying to do my own thing right now. Mm. And like, hey, add me, add me. And it's just like. What games uh, do you stream? Um, I do a lot of first person shooters. But lately, it's weird because I've been getting most of my viewership from a game called uh, Age of Empires 2. They re-released it as a definitive edition. And like I played this thing whenever I was like in middle school and elementary. So that's how old it is. You stop hitting the score. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I started playing that. It's like, it's, it's a popular enough game that people are like watching it. Mm-hmm. But it isn't super popular to where there's a bunch of people streaming it. Mm-hmm. So So that's that's interesting is like the uh when we were growing up it was like, Oh, we gotta play games with our friends and hang out. But now it's like these kids, my little brother, kids mm-hmm. his age are just like, Let's just watch people play video games. Yeah. Well, what I noticed was this is one of the things that I kinda understand about like streamers and stuff like that. And Gabriel Iglesias, he has a really good joke about it because uh if you're familiar with any of his work he he does a lot of jokes about um his uh, son um what's his name i forget his, what his kid's i can't name remember is. i haven't i haven't heard anything from yeah. gabriel iglesias in like 10 years yeah it isn't martin that's his that's his buddy um but anyways his uh his son he, he asked me he goes why are you watching these people play games why don't you rather actually play the game yourself you have it it's right there and the son told him was like well you're a big football fan why don't you go out there and play <laughs> and if you know uh gabriel's called fluffy for a reason mm-hmm. and it's just like oh okay and he, and he goes look we're watching these people play games because they're professionals and they play it at a level that most people can't play at Especially if they're playing at pro levels, like seeing the different plays and decision making things that they do, it's kind of like a sports fan watching sports. It's like they watch it because they can't operate at that level, mm-hmm. and it's nice to watch somebody actually perform at a professional level, or they're, uh, or it's kind of like a, a mix between podcasting too, because someone like a streamer named Doctor Disrespect, he, he's he plays like a character. It isn't his real self, and he's like out there, and he's wild, and so it's entertaining because they're personalities who entertain. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining to watch them, and you know if they rage because they keep on losing and they're getting mad, and so, um, and so that's one of the things I I understand about streaming and stuff like that. Because a lot of people, they're like, oh, you just, why don't you play the game yourself? And again, it goes back to, <laughs> why don't you just go play football, yeah. you know, like like Makes these sense. other guys, you know. It's like, oh shit, you can't. I also can't play Call of Duty because I'll just get destroyed every two <laughs> seconds, so. 
Yeah, that happens to me. I kind of get that. <laughs> I gave up on Call of Duty a long time ago. Like as soon as everyone started playing live, I was like, I can't. Handle yeah, this. I'm out. <laughs> but one thing I remembered back in the day when playing a game, you didn't need internet, you didn't need any kind of updates. But you could buy those magazines and get cheat codes. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. I remember cheat codes, but back then, like. Nowadays, when you buy a video game, you need internet, you need mm-hmm. a first day, uh, you need to update it, and all this other shit. Yeah. And it's like, back then, when you bought Crash Bandicoot, you just put the disc in the game and mm-hmm. played. Yeah, that shit's so annoying. Every time you buy a game, it's like, oh, we got to update for six hours. Yeah. Like, what is that about? Do you know? Are you the. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> the, the, the game isn't finished. <laughs> like, your game is not done. If I have to update my game whenever I first get it, and that means it's not finished. And so it's something I get pissed off about. Yeah, that shit's garbage. I get mad at these AAA studios because they figured out that they can overcharge for things and people will still play. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I've been trying not to spend so much money on like companies that I don't agree with. Like EA, mm-hmm. fucking hate EA. Even though I've played so many of their games in the past and have been big fans of them, their monetization is so fucking greedy. What is what do you mean by that? Monetization nowadays they they uh they do loot boxes and it's basically gambling. And so with loot boxes they have like gun skins or gun camos Mm -hmm. and like different outfits and things like that. But the way they're doing it is like a slot machine mechanic. And so what they'll do is they'll uh say, Hey, buy this uh, you know, pack and we'll give you three items in it, but you don't know what the items are. Mm-hmm. And some of them, some of the items, you may already have that item. Yeah. And so if you get it again, then you're just fucked. So it's like gambling. Yeah, it, it is. It probably exactly. triggers the, the dopamine in your brain. Yeah, the way it they does. Do that. And, they, <laughs> and the way they do it, they do the lights and the sound. Mm-hmm. And it's a very tactile. It's like a slot machine. Yeah, it's like a, it's exactly like a slot machine. So in uh, several European countries, they're... They're putting in like legislation to ban, um, uh, uh, to ban uh, like these loot boxes, mm-hmm. like microtransactions. I kind of understand if it's a if it's a legit online service. If you're playing online, you know, to keep the game fun and relevant and keep up with maintenance and and things like that and updates for the game, the company has to make some money. Mm-hmm. And so I understand microtransactions, but these these companies are like taking it way too far. Yeah, I mean that's like Fortnite. I, I forgot how much money they made, but it's ridiculous. Oh, they make millions on a free game. Just as like, hey, yeah. buy this new costume, buy yeah. this new armor, whatever the fuck it is. And I get that if it's affordable and if you know what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. Like Apex Legends is a new game that came out, like a direct competitor with Fortnite. And they actually had a good game when it came out. And I've been playing it for a while. But then slowly, little by little, the parent company, EA, and the studio, Respawn, they just do fucking greedy cash grabs with Mm. their... They do in-game events. Yeah. And the last in-game event to get everything in the event store, it was like $110. Wow. I'd love to know, like how much the average player spends like without even realizing yeah. it, just in a year just like five bucks yeah. here ten bucks here yeah they probably spend like several hundreds of dollars yeah it's a cool sound <laughs> um 
I spent, I think I may have spent close to a hundred in, in like the past couple of days. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this morning. Yeah, this morning. Uh, no, like it's been out for a few months now and they do, uh, they kind of do like monthly seasons or like seasons that run like maybe three months. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I understand stuff like that because it, it gives you stuff to unlock and, it gives you challenges and things like that, and it keeps the game relevant. And it's only like ten bucks, mm-hmm. and they say it's uh, nine fifty credits. But it's basically you can't buy nine fifty in the store. You have to buy ten yeah. at a time. So it's ten bucks a month, or not a month, but every three months or so for the. I bet there's a there's a trick to that too, because you're like, oh, I have an extra fifty cents. Might as yeah. well go spend it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, the thing is they... Might as well add some more. They, uh, they do a way of, like, stacking it. Yeah. So they say, oh, so they do this... with hot dogs. Yeah, it's Bastards. Like, yeah, exactly. It's the <laughs> hot dog trick. Those, those fuckers that respawn is using the hot dog trick for their credits. Because you don't spend money, you spend credits. But you gotta buy the credits with the money. Yeah. And so if you say it's like, oh, um, you can buy a thousand apex credits for 9.99 mm-hmm. right yeah but the thing you want is like 9.50 so you have this leftover 50 apex mm-hmm. coins that you can't do anything with and so psychologically in your mind you're like oh well i have this 50 credits there that i spent with my own money mm-hmm. you know yeah. Well, I don't want to waste them, so I'll I'll get a if I get another ten dollars, then it will all equal out, and mm-hmm. then I can, you know, uh, make better use of all my money. Yeah, it's like what they do at the fair. Yeah, it's like I don't this corn dog is six tickets. Just take six dollars. Yeah, you greedy piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> take my money. I haven't been to the fair in so long. I've only gone the last few times I've been. I've just been for the food. Yeah, but I don't think I went this year. Mm-hmm. I've seen to be more broke every year, so. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to stay away from fried foods. That's a good idea, man. But earlier before here, I, uh, because usually on the weekend is my little splurge. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to do this thing where all week I don't drink any sugar drinks. I don't have any alcohol. I just drink water, and that's it. The whole week? Yeah. That's a good the, idea. The, the whole week, and then Saturday and Sunday, maybe Friday, because usually Friday's payday. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, then I, I'll get some. So this morning, uh, or lunch, I went to Popeyes to get that chicken sandwich, and so how was it? Uh, it was it was good. It was, I mean, a lot of fried to it, so it's definitely not healthy, but mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. Um, I like their fries though. I've never had Popeyes fries. I don't think I have either. Really not a long time. So I tried those because I knew like I'm like what two years overdue for the chicken sandwich like the hype <laughs> so now they went from chicken san- sandwiches to baby yoda <laughs> have you seen those memes the yeah baby yoda? all so over the place like, yeah so I'm, I'm slowly catching up kind of upset at baby yoda that was my rap name <laughs> so gotta re restart restart my rap career i was uh, waiting in line for 30 minutes at walmart the other day oh they're gonna say popeyes yeah <laughs> and uh, I was talking to these people about Baby Yoda. That's that's where we are in our country. <laughs> but 
also snuck in some like Andrew Yang propaganda in there mm-hmm. too. Because we went and they maybe had three three uh, cashiers open. Yeah. And then they had the uh, self-checkout. But all of them were completely filled up. So multiple people were waiting in line for at least 30 minutes. Oh, is that what brought up Andrew Yang? Yeah, because we were talking. <laughs> I was talking about the uh, all the uh, self checkout, and I said, you know, they got all the the self checkout, and they don't have any people, and they only open up one side of the self checkout and not two. It's like, what the fuck's Walmart doing? It's a good question. Yeah. Walmart, and now the I don't know if all of them do, but the Walmart on Coulter has those little doors. Yeah. What is that shit about? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I guess you have to go through the... I mean, they don't... They rarely check your receipt anyway. Yeah. It's just like an extra step. Yeah. It makes me hate you even more. I saw that. I was just like... I can't stand Walmart. Yeah. I noticed the Walmart (laughs) over there... uh, Yeah, uh, 45th. Yeah, 45th Mm -hmm. and Coulter. That's the one I live by. And that one's the nicest one. Is it? Yeah. That's the only one I usually go to. Yeah. Unless I've if, like, gone I to, need something small. I've gone to the ones in the the brown areas, the, the Latino areas. areas. The one on Georgia? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that one's kind of a mix. Yeah. Those, I think there I see a mix of, you know, maybe lower middle class, mm-hmm. people like me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one over there on Grand is straight. Yeah. And so... Uh, um. By the way, I'm brown, so I can say these things. Um, don't want to have a Shane Gillis moment. He could, huh? He oh, could though. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, he survived. But I'm not trying to be on SNL. I'm just yeah. like, and try bringing it up with my boss. Like I said, he, <laughs> hardcore Republican, hardcore Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Still though. Huh? Is it is it unwavering Trump support? Oh yeah, yeah. He's so not even like any. Dude. There's never been a thing where he's been like that was weird. No, like he's never. <laughs> no, because this is the thing, and and the crazy thing is like I'm I'm liberal. You know, I'm straight liberal. Mm-hmm. I've had conversations with my boss that I I like Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. I used to like Bernie. Uh, I I think he's a super respectable person. He's been saying the same thing for the past 87 years yeah <laughs> yeah and and he's he's put his body in, in the way of harm just that heart attack on, yeah to be on the right side of history and mm-hmm. so i think bernie sanders is super um you know he's honorable. genuine yeah he's genuine he's honorable but i feel bad for saying this i think he's like 20 years too late for mm-hmm. his stuff because he was talking about the up and minimum wage mm-hmm and I thought, yeah, at first I thought, yeah, that's a good idea, $15 minimum wage. But then when Andrew Yang started talking about it, he was saying, uh, oh, that's a terrible idea. And this is why. Because he was saying uh, it would basically make mom and pop stores go under quicker. Absolutely. It would push large corporations to lean more heavily into automation. Mm-hmm. And all the quicker. See, no one else is saying that, but Yang. Yeah. That's what's crazy to me. And, <laughs> and he's getting the least amount of hair yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. I like Tulsi Gabbard too. 
Like yeah. I'm Yang and Gabbard. I'm I'm more Yang Gang, mm-hmm. and then my second pick is Tulsi Gabbard. I think both. Shit, my bad. I think both of them. Oh, that was loud. You're good. <laughs> I think both of them. Let me fix this real quick. I think both of them. Uh, like Yang President, Tulsi Vice President. That'd be dope. I would, yeah, I like Tulsi. Yeah, I like how she's just like shit on the DNC. Yeah. And she's hot. And yeah. Yeah. You see those workout videos she put out? Yeah. And she's got the whole like rogue thing going on with her hair. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, X-Men rogue. She's got that little white mm-hmm. strip of hair. And I also don't think it's a bad idea to like, you know, have some presidents who are under 70. <laughs> right. Exactly. Joe Biden. Dude, He's lost corn, his fucking mind. Corn pop over there. He's so weird. It, okay. If you go on YouTube... <laughs> And in search, Joe Biden sniffing hair, you will see the weirdest stuff. Yeah, he's weird as fuck. And like whenever he like, he like caresses the young little girls Mm -hmm. on their faces, it's weird. And kisses them on the neck and everything. Oh, yeah. That's one thing me and my boss, we do agree about is Joe Biden's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing about the mainstream media. They, They want you to think that conservatives and liberals can't agree and don't mm-hmm. get along but i get along with my boss like there's definitely things that i don't agree with yeah but it's all about perspective but there's things that we do agree on and it's that joe biden's weird yeah i mean if all through the middle of the country people are getting along i think it's just like yeah in these giant centers new york and la where it's like oh we fucking hate red states yeah and it's like <laughs> uh and like they think i don't know even in Texas, it's like I said. There's more. There, I think, a lot of people find more common ground yeah. on things. And than, Texas is damn near purple right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think if they got rid of gerrymandering, mm-hmm. it would go purple. And I think purple is a healthy color because yeah. you have a balance. Definitely. And like even, the more I've been paying attention to politics, because despite. Whether or not you like Trump or not, I don't like Trump. But you have to admit, some of there's been good things that have come out of his presidency, yeah. and one of them is that people are paying attention more to politics. That's true. From the older to the younger, and so even me paying more attention to politics, like people like Ted Cruz, I've never really been a Ted Cruz fan, but he's recently done some stuff that I was like, mm-hmm. huh. I didn't expect that. Like, I think he was one of the uh, senators that he's been talking about the whole uh, microtransactions being bad and stuff like that. I Mm. think he was one of them. And recently, uh, he was talking about term limits Mm -hmm. for Congress. Yeah, I think, is that what he was working with AOC with? Because him and AOC were like doing something together. And and that was like, like, (laughs) yeah, they both agreed, like, hey. Like, if they can agree on something, then holy shit, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing is with, like, the the way the politics are right now is, like, um, AOC, she can come up with the best idea ever. And conservatives can be like, you yeah. stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> her vice eyes, versa. Because <laughs> her eyes are too, like, big. She's got big-ass eyes. And like some of her Green New Deal, I was, I was oh like, ridiculous. I was like guaranteed federal jobs. And yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah, and Yang <laughs> Yang called it out. He says, 
not everybody wants to work for the government. Yeah. And and me, I was thinking, and what happens when the government shuts down every other fucking month? Yeah, how do you guarantee a yeah. job? And he goes, what if the people, they don't want to work for the government, and what about the people who suck at their job? Yeah. <laughs> then that absolutely. means... All the taxpayers are paying for this idiot to, <laughs> to fucking yeah. fuck up a federal <laughs> job. And how do you, what if they get fired? Mm-hmm. You know, what if they're over there, uh, federal job, mailman's mm-hmm. federal job, right? Mm-hmm. So what if the mailman or woman is doing weird shit with the mail? I mean, it's not like. You're a crackhead, and it's like, oh, I have a federal job now. I guess I'll put this down forever. That just—it's not how it works. The Russians—they're <laughs> like, hey, bro, uh, no, it's a, I. My mental image of the crackhead is uh, uh, Tyrone. What is it, Tyrone Biggums? Tyrone Biggums, yeah, from the Chappelle Show. Yeah, <laughs> Russia's like, hey, uh, we need uh, we need some government secrets. And he's like, you got some rocks. <laughs> That's exactly how it would go down. Yeah. That's hilarious. Like, how much government access does everyone have? Right. And so, guaranteed federal jobs, like, I definitely think there should be, like, some programs, like I said before, to help people transition who are down on their luck and they need to Mm -hmm. rebuild their life. Yeah. You know? Like, his Andrew Yang's thing about the $1,000 a month, I think it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember what he said that I didn't agree with exactly i forgot but it was oh it was something to do with like getting rid of uh meat completely oh he never said that that's that's one so like i really like joe rogan but Mm -hmm. that's one time he actually like kind of ticked me off was because he was talking about oh yeah jay yang's talking about getting rid of meat altogether like what's up with that and like, no, because it got me mad because so many people, like, take Joe Rogan out of context. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, he's got Ben Shapiro and uh, Jordan Peterson, you know, on his show. He's mm-hmm. an alt-right, and he hates women. I appreciate and, both of those guys. Yeah, and, like, I I think Ben Shapiro is a nerd. <laughs> yeah, but but I'll listen to him. He, he goes too time far. Time. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I listen. He has some good stuff. I listen to him simply... To hear the other side of the argument. Yeah. Because he doesn't do it with emotion. He does it more with like numbers. And, and he's he's the most yeah. unbiased conservative, I think. As far as the one I could find. I don't know if there's more. But yeah. everyone else is just like a Fox News dick sucker. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll listen to him because like, for me, I'm pretty sure he's not lying. Because mm-hmm. he just straight up uses numbers. I don't agree with him all the time because I think, you know, we're emotional animals. Yeah. You know? And so we have to take emotion into, we're all just a bunch of monkeys, you know. But uh, but when Joe Rogan said that about Yang, that wasn't what Andrew Yang was saying. What he was saying was, okay, so it's been proven that the U.S.'s consumption of meat is kind of a problem. Like, it's, I mean, and especially living in Amarillo... Every other week, it smells like shit because of Hereford. Yeah, beef capital of the world. Yeah, Hereford is a town, let's see, it's uh, southwest of Amarillo a little? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, southwest, that sounds right. Yeah, so anytime we have like a cold front or anything coming from that direction, Amarillo reeks of cow manure. 
Mm-hmm. And it, and these past few weeks, once the weather starts changing, like like yesterday night, smelled like cow shit. Yeah, I mean, and you're I'm so used to it that yeah. it doesn't even register sometimes. But <laughs> and you know, what? I'm pretty sure I got cow piss all over my hand once because I was uh, driving down um, the Canyon Eway, and uh, my hand was out the car window, and a cow truck was passing me. Mm-hmm. And I think one of those cows is like pissed everywhere, and it just goes out like a mist, covers your car. I'd do the same thing if I was a cow trapped in a truck. <laughs> yeah, <gators>. it's <laughs> it's so fucking horrible. But what was uh? Did Yang have like? Oh a solution? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. Um, yeah, basically what he was saying was like, hey, for these industries that are causing problems to our you know environment there should maybe be a little higher tax on that. Mm. Be like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tax on beef is what it was. He goes, this is the thing, you know. This is one of the problems. Mm -hmm. And if we're trying to solve the problem, we have to look at the cause. And whether you like it or not, you know, this is a a part of the problem. So he wasn't talking about getting rid of meat. I love steak, though. Yeah. Now I I got to pay an extra five bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's... Or, you know... Start eating turkey. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or Amarillo. Or, I mean, you know, Texas could just become a desert. You know? it's like That's pretty cool, things. too. Like the Mad Max <laughs> movies. We could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, he was just calling it how it is. He mm-hmm. said, hey, if Americans care about climate change and they actually want to do something about mm-hmm. it, then you have to look at the causes and you need to think about the solutions Mm -hmm. okay if meat is a huge problem and a cause of you know climate change and global warming because all the methane production Mm -hmm. and i believe it because we can smell it is it is it pretty bad from the from the cattle oh yeah yeah they cow farts Mm -hmm. it's kind of a running joke but it's true like so many cattle just and they pump them full of so many so much like unhealthy food i didn't know if that was like backed by statistics or if it's just a something we were all running with no no I, i'm pretty sure it's backed by statistics because it's the methane production mm-hmm. of those cows and uh it, it, they said it causes you know global warming because we're we probably consume the most beef mm-hmm. than any other country so it's just the the mass production. Yeah. Okay. I think we should switch to more uh, grazed. It's better for the land, mm-hmm. and it's better Absolutely. for the cows, and it's better for our health, better for the environment. And if you have to pay an extra two dollars for a, you know, hamburger, then it's probably going to be better for you because, face it, like we're all fat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we should just let all the cows go, and we each have to just hunt them ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Joe Rogan would be cool with that. It'd be interesting. I do want to. I do want to start hunting. I've been wanting to hunt uh, boar. Mm, those are everywhere. Yeah, and you don't need a license in Texas. Yeah, so. they said like, and there's no quota on them, so you can just have pork yeah. chops all the time. <laughs> Drop them down, and apparently, I haven't tried boar meat, but they say it's better than like the domesticated pig meat. Oh, I, I don't bet. know why, but probably because <laughs> it's more natural. They fuck up, uh, the reason why is they fuck up uh, farms. They dig up the roots and stuff. But they're dangerous. They found one lady, she got killed by like a pack of boars. Oh yeah, they'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And they get huge too. 
Hmm. Probably as big as this table. I was on a YouTube kick for a while where I was watching like board videos. There's some company who builds these big offenses, mm -hmm. enclosures, and uh, they'll have cameras set up. And what they'll do is they'll bait the area for like a week straight to get all the pigs comfortable with going in, into it. And then once they get a huge number in the little pen, they have a remote and they fucking close that uh, gate. And they go in there. Shoot them? Shooting them, yeah. Oh, that's cheating. Yeah. But they, the reason why they're doing it, it isn't sports hunting. Mm. They're doing it for these farmers who their crops are being destroyed. Oh, that makes sense. And they're losing thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's a real Because bitch. of these uh, fucking pigs. But it's tough because they're smart. They're smarter than dogs. Yeah, they fuck like rabbits. Yeah. We shouldn't say fuck like rabbits. We should say fuck like pigs from now on. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, those things produce like super quick. But anyways, but yeah, going back to Yang, he was just saying uh, uh, that, uh, hey, if it's a problem on our environment and we want to do something about it, then we should look at putting an extra tax on those, mm -hmm. on those things. Which, I mean, it makes sense. I mean... I still disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I still love steak. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I like... I've been trying to... Uh, I think I'm, I'll maybe have like one burger mm -hmm. once every two weeks. Yeah. I mean, beef is the fattiest meat. Yeah. It's the least healthy. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's also like, it's the most satiating for me because yeah. I eat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been trying to be healthy. So yeah. I tried that Impossible Burger. How'd you like it? There. It was all right. It felt, it tasted a little dry. Honestly, Carl's, bad. Carl's Jr.'s burger, I like it a lot better. Really? I don't What's know. It what, I don't know what they call it. I think it's just Beyond. Beyond? Beyond Burger, maybe? Yeah, I think, yeah. But, I don't know. Carl's Jr., <laughs> they don't get a lot of credit, but, like, I like their burgers a lot. Yeah. I don't know why they're so, like, low-key here. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about that Shane Gillis thing? Yeah, absolutely. But first. Yeah. I was going to mention this earlier. Best chicken sandwich you can get, Yellow City Street Food, Thursdays. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try that. Go check those out. I thought you were about to be, like, Zip Recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> zip Recruiter. <laughs> Be like, Me well, yeah, I'd be like, uh, do you listen to Bill Burr's? Yeah. You know, zip. I love Bill Burr. Recruiter! <laughs> oh, I listen to Bill Burr all the time. I'm so... Just checking in on you! Yeah. <laughs> Ladies! Um, I'm so uh, I'm so pumped that he's in The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, I That's, saw that. That is the only reason, like, swear. Like, that is the only reason why I even got disney plus because i do not like disney mm -hmm. at all as a company i think they're full of shit definitely um note to self don't ever apply to disney for <laughs> animation work in the well future. now you can't yeah now you can't <laughs> um but yeah disney just i was never really into i didn't want to try the disney plus and then i mm -hmm. found out bill burr was going to be in the mandalorian and Seeing all the Baby Yoda memes. Oh, yeah. Did you see his last special? Yeah. Great. He's funny. Over there in uh, Europe. Yeah. I, I love that him and Chappelle <laughs> dropped like a week apart. Yeah. I like Chappelle. And they were both just like, fuck you to everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the thing is, they make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like with uh, Dave Chappelle, his whole abortion. Yeah. That was the most beautiful abortion yeah. joke I've ever heard in my life. Because he goes, 
if I'm wrong, then maybe we're all wrong because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you can, if you can have an abortion and basically euthanize a baby mm-hmm. before it is born, then why can't the guy abandon the baby? Mm-hmm. You know. And yeah. so if I'm wrong, then maybe we're, we're both, both wrong. wrong. Yeah. That was. Such and I think one of the best jokes I've ever heard. Yeah. And so, like, jokes like that, I like, and I like uh, Bill Burr, his jokes, because his, the, no, no reason to hit a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, fucking love like, that joke. He's like, okay, what are you, you know, you work <laughs> all day, you come home, your wife drowned two of your kids, and she's mm-hmm. going for the third one. It's all right, uh, <laughs> rough her up then. Yeah, that shit's hilarious. He's like, there's no reason to hit a woman, really, so y'all aren't responsible for anything. <laughs> right. And like, like the whole uh, Hillary Clinton becoming president, you know, mm-hmm. it's like Tom Brady's wife just like yeah. <laughs> picking up a football and lacing it. Is that the the bit where he's like, um, when they were saying Michelle Obama should run for president? <laughs> he's like, it's like my mom was a nurse. I don't just show up at the hospital and start doing shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you could tell that like struck a nerve with the audience when yeah. he mentioned Michelle Obama. Yeah. They were just like, oh. Yeah. And then he goes, all right, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, so I'll, I'll uh, was it an olive branch? Yeah. He goes, we're eventually going to have the first female president. All right, we're overdue. It's going to happen at some point. And whenever that happens, her husband needs to shut the fuck up, <laughs> you know, because we didn't elect him. Go do some first lady shit. Redecorate the White House. But we didn't vote for you. Like Tulsi Gabbard's mm-hmm. husband. Yeah. I think she's married. But uh, if she is, uh, it's like, bruh, we did not vote for you. So <laughs> fucking take a seat. Go do some be best Melania oh, yeah. bullying. Go, go fuck with school lunches or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's all everyone complains about. It's Michelle Obama ruined the school lunches or something. I don't know. Well, this is what I think. I think some conspiracy. This is what I think. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I think she was actually trying to do a lot more for like healthcare and food wise because mm-hmm. let's face it, our food is fucking killing us. Absolutely, that was like oh, the leading it's horrible. Almost the majority of the deaths in America come from like heart attacks. Yeah. Or high blood pressure. Sh- I I have a, a theory that sugar is probably the worst thing for us. Oh, I absolutely agree. Our and body can't even fucking handle it. Yeah, because I watched the TED Talks and the lady says, this is how much sugar is in a can of Coke, right? Mm-hmm. She said like 30, 40 something grams. And she goes, in nature, if you wanted to consume that amount of sugar... And she brought out a stock of sugar cane. That was probably about like, what was that, five, five inches? She, no, it was probably about like, like six inches. In diameter? It's like circular? Oh, no, no, no. Height-wise. Oh, okay. But yeah, well, and probably it was pretty thick too. She goes, we, we would have to eat like, I think it was like 40 or 50 feet of sugar cane. Holy shit. It's not humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And that's natural sugar. Yeah. That's straight from sugarcane. But we're putting like hundreds of feet mm-hmm. of sugar into our bodies. That's devastating. Yeah. And so I think Michelle Obama, 
I think in the beginning she was actually, she recognized that stuff and she was trying to uh, um, actually change that. Mm -hmm. But the fucking food lobby, what are the two biggest uh, industries in the world? I'm probably wrong. Are you talking about in the food world? No, in in the world. The two biggest industries. Porn? No, no. Just kidding. On the (laughs) Close, that's the third. That's the third. The two is... The two are healthcare, because everybody gets sick, mm-hmm. and the food industry, because everybody eats. Everybody eats, B. So, I think they fucking shut her down super quick. That makes sense. And I don't think she was able to do the shit like she really wanted to do. Yeah. So, And I'm not even like a huge Michelle Obama fan. You know? I'm not really a big Obama fan either, but... I think she was actually had some really good ideas and intentions, mm-hmm. and it's just like fucking corruption. Yeah, it's, they it's, shut her down. It's almost impossible to get anything done. That's why you basically have to be a millionaire to even run for president. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, shit. You're good. It doesn't mess with the audio. It's just our headphones. Oh, okay. So yeah, and that's I don't like Kamala Harris, but that's oh, what she's she terrible. Was yeah, she's horrible. I thought it was funny when she first started running. She had like some momentum, mm-hmm. and then Tulsi Gabbard came yeah. out. She's like, "Nah, bitch." Fatality. <laughs> <She's like>, Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a fake human being, dude. Like, she is. She was like, they asked her, uh, her favorite artist or something, mm-hmm. and she said Bob Marley. Or no, they were asking her favorite songs, and she said Bob Marley. And she's what? Like, she and she doesn't know any Bob Marley songs. <laughs> and on top of that, she put so many people. And whenever she was like, well, the the DA mm-hmm. in California, yeah. she put so many people in prison for low level marijuana yeah. charges. That Retard guy, is. that guy on uh, death row, she tried to like keep evidence from mm-hmm. exonerating him, which he yeah. finally was exonerated. And I didn't even know about that. I only know about that because of Tulsi. Yeah, definitely. And fucking Tulsi, she roasted the fuck out of her. Yeah. Notice like, how Kamala didn't even respond. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> and then now they're trying to say Tulsi's a, a Russian asset. Are of course. You yeah. Me? Did you see that where Clinton tried to do that, and then Tulsi yeah. went off on Clinton on Twitter? Yeah, she called her a warmonger. That shit was badass. Like, I okay, love Tulsi for that. Yeah. Instead of talking about Tulsi being a uh, a Russian asset, how about we talk about Bill Clinton flying twenty seven, mm-hmm. at least twenty. Six? Is it 26 or 27? Epstein? Time, yeah, yeah, with Epstein. Let's talk about that shit. Hillary Clinton's such a tone-deaf piece of shit, man. Like, <laughs> she went after Bernie recently. She was like, oh, he ruined my campaign. He should have dropped out sooner. But he, yeah, he definitely hurt me. He won the uh, nomination. Well, uh, they gave her the nomination, mm-hmm. but he genuinely... Yeah. I watched that Michael Moore documentary, and he goes into all that. That's why it's like, I don't think Yang or Tulsi or Bernie even yeah. have a chance. I don't think those three people have a chance. Yeah, because it's all corrupt. It's either going to be Biden or Warren. Yeah. And then it's going to be Trump 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and that YouTuber I told you about, uh, Paget Kagi, mm-hmm. I saw a tweet that she retweeted. Like, apparently the polls, they're excluding a bunch of Yang supporters mm-hmm. who recently signed up. Because they're saying, oh, the, these people signed up to, to give support to... Mm-hmm. You know, just one candidate. And it's like, isn't that the point of yeah. your whole poll? You know? Mm-hmm. And so apparently they're getting rid of all of Yang supporters on some some poll. Makes sense. I didn't realize this until yesterday, but I read an article. You have to be a registered Democrat 
to vote in the primaries. Does that seem kind of fucked up? Yeah. Like you can't be independent and vote in the primaries. You can't exactly. even be a Republican and vote in the primaries. Yeah. I actually need a, I got my uh, voter registration card in the mail and I'm telling you, I need to go redo that. But yeah, it should just be like, I think when you get your dri- or your driver's license at 18, mm-hmm. you're au- just like the draft. You're automatically signed up to vote. Like mm-hmm. you don't have a choice in, in the matter. It's your duty as a citizen to be registered to vote, just like it is to sign up for the draft, mm-hmm. which only men have to do. <laughs> but yeah, back to Yang. I think he's yeah. he's winning over uh, a lot of conservatives oh, who yeah. like aren't fans of Trump. Uh, even, but he's not going to get a chance to even fucking you know yeah. get nominated. I know, and and the thing is, it was funny. Even my boss, who I said who's hardcore Trump, he's fundraising for him right now. Like. I won't say which county, but uh, my boss, he's like the uh, Republican chairman mm-hmm. for a county in this area. And uh, he is fundraising. And like, it's funny because me as a liberal, I have to go to a lot of these events and film them. Mm-hmm. And so I actually meet a lot of these Republicans and I get along with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I and I joke around and tell them that I'm the liberal in the room and they mm-hmm. kind of laugh and we, you know, they're cool about it. Yeah, and even my uh, my boss he liked the math because I told him what it stands for the mm-hmm. Make America Think Harder, and he laughed. He was like, "That's good." That is good. <laughs> and he said the only uh, ones who make any sense are Tulsi, out of the Democrats. Mm-hmm. But he's hardcore Trump guy. Yeah, and so it's these. It blows my mind that these people who are supposed to be so educated and so high up in the political, you know, esteemed politicians, how stupid they could be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like it just blows my mind because if you want to win, you need a president who appeals to everybody. Mm -hmm. And who did that last election? Bernie. Yeah. And who's doing that this election? Tulsi and Yang. Absolutely. Because, unfortunately, you know, for Bernie, uh, Yang has poked major holes in a lot of his ideas. Mm -hmm. Like the minimum wage, free college, and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't mind paying for college as long as I can afford it. Yeah. If it was like $100 a class, I'd be cool with that. That's the thing, too, is that's the other argument from the other side. Is Mm -hmm. like, if the government wasn't involved in universities they'd be a lot cheaper because you wouldn't it'd be harder to get a loan so yeah. they'd have to lower their prices yeah and actually that's what uh, one of my my boss said too mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes stop giving loans you know and another thing yang says is we're over prescribing college that too yeah yeah and so it's this idea that look everybody should be a doctor Look, not everybody's smart mm-hmm. enough to be a doctor, and not everybody should be a doctor. Yeah. Me, personally, I would prefer a doctor who cares more about the patient than their bank account. Yeah, than selling drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking get everybody hooked on opioids, yeah. And that's the thing. That's what they're not doing nowadays. Mm-hmm. They're, it's Everything's just so expensive. Just yeah. make it affordable. Yeah, and how many like times have you gone to the doctor... 
He doesn't even fucking look up at you. He's just like, your exactly. knee hurts? Okay, it, here's some medicine. Uh, Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I thankfully uh, got some financial assistance. But recently I had a, like a little health scare. I woke up one night and there was something in my throat that was like swollen. Mm. And it was I was having trouble swallowing. And it freaked me out because I thought my throat was swelling up. So I just wanted to go to the hospital in case it cut off my airway or something. I couldn't breathe. And I went there and the doctor wasn't listening to me. And I told him, like, yeah, it's just I can breathe. I can swallow. I, I obviously can talk. I'm just worried that my throat's going to swell up. And I, I don't know what to do. So I came here. And on the on the report, he said that patient says there's something stuck in his throat you fucking idiot (laughs) i told you and the nurses like Mm. so many times there's nothing stuck in my throat i can breathe i can swallow i'm just panicking i'm worried so i wanted to be here and the dude ordered a cat scan on my throat Mm -hmm. just to tell me i had acute tonsillitis wow could be when they told me I had tonsillitis, they just put a little thing back there, like a swab. Yeah. It took five minutes. <laughs> and, like, they, they did blood work on me and stuff like that. Look, I don't mind, like, the blood work and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Look, I'll, I'll own up to that and be like, hey, I came in. I, I took up space. Y'all did blood work, whatever. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'll pay for that. But for the fucking can, uh, CAT scan, yeah. and that was BSA. So I wouldn't go to BSA. Baptist St. Anthony. Yeah. Don't go, unless yeah. it's an emergency. Yeah, if Don't it's die. an emergency, yeah, <laughs> it's you go. And a lot of thing I think a lot of people don't know is that you can go to their finance financial office, and I got like eighty percent off, so a five thousand dollar bill. Wow! They send me for the cat scan. Yeah, you know, Jesus. And I only uh, have to pay like a who sets those prices? Idiots. That's crazy. <laughs> just for uh, just for. And nowadays with digital, why don't you just keep it all digital? You don't have mm-hmm. to print off expensive, you know, x-rays on expensive, like, material. Mm-hmm. You know? You just have it on a screen. And all you need is somebody there who can read it. And pretty soon, like Yang said, they're just going to automate that away. So there's no way it costs that much. Yeah, there's no way. You already have the machine. Shit's ridiculous. Yeah. And over time, it's just going to pay for itself. And so, greedy bastards. Yeah, but I only had to pay like a thousand something after, which wasn't bad. And then they're all over there calling me and say, "Oh, you got to pay, or it may go to collections." Like, fuck you. <laughs> You'll get your money when you get it. I've been making small payments. I uh, I never gave sudden link at little modem back, <laughs> and I've been getting calls from a collection company. I'm just like, yeah, I'll get to it. For how much? A hundred dollars. Like, is that even going to affect me? Can I just ignore them the rest of my life? Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I would, I'd, I'd go pay Suddenlink right now, but they won't let me. They're like, no, you have to pay through the collection company. It's like, I don't want to pay these fucking losers. I don't want to. Yeah. You shouldn't have sold my shit. You should have just told me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, y'all didn't tell me. You could have done. Could have. I told the lady on the phone, she wanted me to sign up for $200 a month to guarantee. Be like, to pay off my mm-hmm. remaining balance. And I go, if I had that kind of money, an extra $200 a month, you would have your money. It would have been paid for. <laughs> and I said, I don't appreciate you 
threatening me with bad credit. <laughs> it's like, our, my car's already paid off for. I have my apartment. Oh, yeah. I have my job. I mean, like, and I think it goes off your credit after, like, seven years. But I plan on paying it anyway. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, fuck you. I already, already have an old cell phone building <laughs> collections. <laughs> like, you're going to threaten me with bad credit? Okay, whatever. You know? Yeah. I feel that. Anywho, yeah, Andrew Yin. I want to ask you one more thing about him. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he had a tweet um, about um, I don't remember the exact words. It was about eradicating poverty completely. Do you think that's possible? Do you think that's feasible? I don't think it is because within within every person in the planet, a little bit of us is a garbage person. Mm-hmm. like me there's a part of me that's a garbage person it's part of you it's part of our neighbors and so there's some people who just don't want to work mm-hmm. for whatever reason either it's mental illness or whatever they're just like lazy individuals mm-hmm. you know I think there's there's people who just don't want to do better I don't know why. It's a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, but I think it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. I think think all of us have that one person or more persons in our family who every time you see them, you're just like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, you you just live off of welfare. Mm -hmm. You keep on popping out kids. You don't work. You don't want to work. You sell your food stamps so you can buy weed. And you keep on having kids because you get that tax break. Yeah, some people just lack that ambition. Yeah, and it's like, what are you doing? And I think, and it pisses me off because I've, you know, personally, I've I've got a few people in my family who, you know, relatives who are like that. And it's like, what are you doing to these kids? And it pisses me off because I'm like, these kids shouldn't have to be living in shelters. Yeah. Because of your trash personality, mm-hmm. you know, and there's this idea that I've been thinking about, you know, lately that if you're a parent and you're homeless, you, you should have, I, th- I feel like you should have to forfeit your kids. You should still have visitation rights. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like say, say if it's a, a man or woman. Mm-hmm. Say hey, if you have like two kids and you're homeless and you're living in your car, your shelter, mm-hmm. no, that's not that's not okay for your kids. Yeah. So what the state's gonna do? We're gonna take your kids, put them into a shelter, mm-hmm. like an or like an orphanage mm-hmm. or whatever. You still have visitation rights, and we encourage you to visit them as much as possible. And we're gonna try and help you to get, you know, a job or mm-hmm. whatever through social services. And maybe ten percent of your wages are going to go to your kids mm-hmm. to help for their education, their food, clothing, things like that, while you get back on your feet. Yeah. Because because you can't get your shit together, your children should not have to suffer because of that and live in a car. Well, or can in a they shelter. not? Can like CPS not get involved and take kids away if the parents are homeless or if they find that out? I don't know because. From what I understand, like I said, I have a family member who's uh-huh. who's done that, 
And last I heard, she was in a shelter again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and she's got her kids with her. And they're not, that's, uh, that's guaranteed to make those kids go crazy. Yeah. And it's not fair for the little kids. Mm-hmm. And I know the little kids and I've met them and I've been around them. It's interesting because I know like they get involved and there's like abuse in the home or yeah. violence, any, tar- any sort of illegal activity. But yeah. I never considered that. Yeah. But from my understanding from knowing this person is that that there are kids in shelters with parents and and it's oftentimes it's a nightmare to be in a shelter because there's a lot of these unfit just individuals. Yeah, I mean that's probably a place where they will I don't want to say they'll get molested, but it's Oh yeah, it definitely increases the likelihood. Yeah, it probably will happen. And it's just like the there's there's just people who it's like, what are you doing being a parent? It seems like they're just doing it because there's a tax break and, and it's actually can be beneficial to have these kids. Yeah. And so they just pump them out. And it's like, it's not fair to the kids mm-hmm. at all. So getting rid of the whole poverty, I don't think eliminating it will ever be a thing because people are flawed no matter what. All I of us agree. are flawed. But I think we can get close. Mm-hmm. We and, can definitely improve. Yeah, and I think we can definitely improve. And especially for kids, if we did something like that and be like, mm-hmm. hey, it's important for you to be in your kids' lives. So yeah. while they're over here in the shelter, we're going to help you get work. But you're going to have to help pay for them because yeah. you had them. They're your responsibility. And you need to you know, help be there for them. So... But eliminating poverty altogether, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, I agree. Great answer. Anyway, you wanted to talk about the Shane Gillis. Oh, yeah. Wanted to talk about him uh, losing his SNL gig. Well, well, what what confused me was SNL, and I'm not a huge Shane Gillis fan. Mm -hmm. I've seen some of his sets, and they were pretty funny. He... He did a good job of making fun of himself. He has a, a hilarious clip where he's a firefighter. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh-huh. And he like saves a whole family and then like pull up his Twitter and they go, uh, you're a Trump supporter? <laughs> and then they like, <laughs> they like dig through his internet history. Yeah. And it's like, he's he's attacked these immigrants that he just saved. And then his boss comes on. He's like, yeah, we're going to fire him. <laughs> and it's yeah, kind he, of funny because it's like. He's, still, he's like missing hair yeah. and he's all burnt out. It's almost like foreshadowing yeah. what happened in real life. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, me, I do think there can be bad jokes. Like, just because you say you're a comic, that doesn't that doesn't make up for being a piece of shit. Yeah. Do I think Shane Gillis is a piece of shit? No, not really. But what I thought was funny is, like, Shane Gillis, or SNL, fires Shane Gillis for making fun of Asians. Uh-huh. And then they hire an Asian to make yeah. fun of another Asian, Andrew Yang. Mm, yeah their first asian by the way yeah their first asian so who's the real racist <laughs> right mad tv i mean who doesn't love bobby lee bobby lee's awesome i mean come on and like uh what's his name dr ken ken young yeah from the hangover yeah it, um some of his first tv appearances were on mad tv really yeah, nice. if you go back and look, I think him and Bobby Lee had some beef because, let's face it, I think 
Bobby Lee can be a difficult person. Oh, absolutely. If, if, if you've listened to any podcasts. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he would probably admit that too. Yeah. And which I'm pretty sure he has. But back then he was giving a lot of other Asians, you know, chances on that show. Like mm-hmm. his, uh, Steve, Stevie Weeby, his, uh, brother, mm-hmm. he was on there for the, the tank skits and his day. Woo. And you know, <laughs> like, uh, Steve would be in the back of the trunk and be like, uh, Cornelius, I, I don't think this is a, you know. Mm-hmm. And so he had a lot of other Asians. He brought yeah. a lot of Asians onto Mad TV. And Mad, Mad TV's had so many different ethnicities on that show. Yeah. It's crazy how problematic that show would be in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Mad TV doesn't get enough props that it should, like, Mo Collins. Oh my God, Mo Collins is so hilarious. Mm-hmm. Do that guy, uh, not Frank Kelly, he's funny too, but uh, Will Sasso. Yes, that guy's Will a fucking Sasso. legend. Like all the olders, uh, Michael McDonald, Will Sasso, mm-hmm. Mo Collins, Mo who Collins did, uh, I forget the character's name. But the, Aries Spears, also yeah. really funny. Who is that uh, character? Oh, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Gosh, that's. Ca- oh, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? about? Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, sneeze glass like she's at the buffet it's like leaning onto the food oh, yeah and so so hilarious uh Stuart um Connie Chung Mrs. is it Mrs. Kwan Mrs. Mrs. Swan Mrs. Swan he knew like a man yeah <laughs> and so but I just thought it was weird because the first skit that I saw uh, I don't even know the guy's name the Asian dude on SNL um, I don't know. Is he, did he already start? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, he, the first skit that I remember seeing him on SNL was he was supposed to be Andrew Yang, mm-hmm. and he did like a, a, he really did a poor job of emulating yeah. Yang. You know. Honestly, there's probably like some random like white or black guy who can do a great Andrew Yang impression, but yeah. then we've got these new rules about. Well, we need an Asian guy to impersonate an Asian guy. Yeah. So now we can't. But <laughs> Yeah. And so I just thought that was funny. It's like, okay, you fired this guy for making fun of Asians. And you hired an Asian just so you can make fun of mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Yang. That dude, uh, Fred, is it Armisen? Fr- yeah. But he did a pretty solid Barack Obama. I don't even know what race that guy is. He's definitely not black. <laughs> oh, he's a mystery. Yeah, he's he's definitely not white either. Yeah. He's I don't know, he's an enigma. But but to be fair, from what I heard, uh, SNL tried to hire Bobby Lee, but Mad TV didn't let him out of his contract mm. because they wanted him again. They wanted to hire him so he could make fun of another Asian, Dude. which was Kim Young, yeah. Kim Jong Un. Bobby Lee with that type of audience yeah his mm-hmm. feel like he'd be in a different place career-wise but i don't know wait kim jong-il that's the dad right the dad, kim yeah Jong-il? yeah Ooh, they wanted the him to make fun of kim jong-il which he did a bobby lee did a really good kim jong-il dude bobby lee on a weekend update would be hilarious oh, I, I'm, honestly bobby lee in any role i would be entertained yeah. <laughs> i think he's just i think maybe he shot he's shot himself on the foot mm-hmm. a few times and so, and I think now, now that he's like clean and sober, he's worried about mm-hmm. trying to go for these bigger roles 
because he got that role on some sitcom and he's oh, yeah, a I saw that. character on I don't there. I remember what it was. And again on there, he's like married to some like hot chick. <laughs> yeah, it's the the girl from uh, The Office is on there, the girl that played Pam. Yeah. I don't remember that yeah. show though. But yeah, that guy's, he's never like dropped a special, yeah. like a full hour. I wish he would. Which is crazy. And a lot of people tell him like. Yeah, do your you shit, call man. It, yeah, just call <laughs> it Tiger Belly, you know. Stand up. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was weird of SNL and it's. And they definitely, every now and then, they're not as PC as they mm-hmm. usually are. But sometimes they're super, like, PC. And yeah, but can, they shouldn't be. Like, you yeah, have... They should make fun of everybody. You have the ability to be, like, a... I don't know, to set a trend. To, yeah. like, break up this bullshit thing we have going on. Yeah. Like, I like jokes that, that kind of make you think, like, mm-hmm. how funny it would be if they, like, did a skit about... Donald Trump actually being right about something mm-hmm. and they just be like oh shit like <laughs> what do we do like does not compute <laughs> like yeah. he made a point on something you know or the uh, they had Louis C.K. on there before and he people were mad at him because he uh, he told jokes about pedophiles he's like oh. I forgot what it was but it was really funny and he's like they must really love kids or something like that and he was like going off about it it was really funny yeah. but I remember like they were trying to give him shit about it yeah and actually now... And now he's an aggressive masturbator. So. Yeah. And like that's another thing. It's just like, well, every time he did that, he asked. Yeah. I mean, like, if... I mean, if anything, he, he was ahead of his time. He was asking for <laughs> consent, you know? Um, I mean, better than Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Definitely and better. So, and like Dave Chappelle said, it was like, the door is right there. If you're mm-hmm. that horrified... The door's fucking right there. And, yeah. he, and he told, you know, about that one chick. Oh, I stopped doing comedy. It broke my spirit. And he's like, well, then you got a brutal spirit. Yeah. Because in comedy, <laughs> how many times do you have fucking people telling you to go kill yourself? Yeah. You know, you suck. You're not funny. Quit. Mm-hmm. You know, die in a fire. <laughs> you know? And All the time. so, yeah. But, and then what I didn't like was Sarah Silverman. Say, oh, I'm so ashamed of him. And then later she came out and said that she would let him masturbate uh-huh. in front of her. Sarah he, Silverman is, she's one of those people that's like changed yeah. ever since this PC movement started. Because she used to be on about black jokes, Jew jokes, gay jokes. Yeah. And now she's just like this old. She well, did the same thing. Nice. She did the same thing Amy Schumer did. Or uh-huh. what's that chick's name? Uh, is it Elizabeth? No, Ch- Chelsea. Chelsea Handler. Yeah. She, they basically just gave up their whole comedy career to be like woke activists. Yeah. And it's fucking annoying. And it's yeah. like you gave up, you gave up being funny for the sake of like getting points for being And woke. then they still try to <laughs> criticize. Yeah. It's comedy. It's ridiculous. And like that's one of the things that there's a really awkward interview with her and Bill Burr. And you can tell how uncomfortable Bill Burr is. And he's like, oh, I thought we were cool but apparently Mm -hmm. we're not like she's trying to she doesn't like his perspective on things and she's Mm -hmm. trying to change it so she's not really inclusive because she's not yeah you know oh it's that that talk show she had i think i saw a clip of that and it's like with me i try to like even people that i don't agree with i'll listen to them yeah like dude i go you wouldn't believe some of the shit i hear at some of these uh republican events that i go (laughs) Film. I don't even want to know, man. But it's weird because you can't paint them 
all with the same brush. Did they still bring up Obama? Probably. <laughs> but it's like I've met people and they've been so cool to me. And then I've heard some other ones and I'm just like, what did you just say? Mm -hmm. Like, really? And so you really can't say they're all the same because they're not. Yeah. Like, there's this one dude. I forget what his name is. Uh, but he's so cool. He's uh, <laughs> It's kind of funny because he wears the InfoWars. He's got a truck oh, boy. that's decked out with InfoWars, like, stickers. He's got, like, his truck wrapped with, like, different, like, Trump, Alex Jones, and all this but he is one of the coolest dudes I have met at those mm -hmm. events. And, you know, and going there, looking the way... I, okay, so for the people listening, I'm a brown guy with a beard. Yeah. Uh, a longer beard. And uh, I got long, shaggy hair. And so at some of these events, I get kind of like weird side eye. You could, I could see you, your style being a conservative thing, you know? Maybe, maybe if we're talking like this, and like no damn immigrants coming in, and but like this dude, this Infowars dude, he's been like one of the coolest guys, and every mm -hmm. time I see him, he's like, oh hey man, how's it going? And and he knows I'm not a Trump supporter, mm -hmm. you know, and so I think you know painting painting people all with one brush, yeah. it's just not accurate, and and not expecting. At all. People like what Sarah Silverman was doing and some of these other woke activists are doing. Expecting people to see things from your perspective is just not going to... Mm -hmm. It's not okay. You, you need to yeah. talk to people and understand that, hey, yeah. your perspective is going to be way different than and mine. Bill Burr is a contrarian. He's going to say something that he knows is wrong. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to argue it so, and pull you over to his side. Like the thing about you should never hit a woman or... Yeah. Uh, uh, being a mother is the hardest job in the world. <laughs> like he knows the crowd's on his side. He yeah. he digs a hole for himself and then he climbs out of it. Yeah, because he makes sense. Yeah, he's he's saying, look, I understand that there's some horrible pieces of shit out there. We should bury him under the prison. You know, there's guys who take their day out on, you know, their wives or whatever. Those yeah, they're horrible people. And he says, but why can't you ask the question? And so really, I don't think he's taking a side of people who, of like the wrong side. Yeah. I think he's saying, hey, why can't, he asks questions and he yeah. makes you think. Mm -hmm. And and because of how he looks and his tone, mm -hmm. you would think that he's like some of this misogynist and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then the more you listen to him, you're like, yeah. oh, holy shit, he's making sense. Well, he's, he throws out a blanket statement. That yeah. out of context seems terrible. And then it's like, hold on, let me explain. And then by the mm -hmm. time he's done explaining, you're like, oh. You have to think. It's a fucking great point. Yeah. <laughs> and then now there's all these like woke comedians. Mm -hmm. I think the only woke comedian I like is Wyatt Cenac. That oh, dude, he's funny. That dude's so hilarious. He, he had a Captain funny. America joke where he talks about, he's like, well, he's Captain America, but he he's from the 50s. <laughs> so he goes, do you ever think he was walking down the halls of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, you know, accidentally bumped into, like, some black intern and he was like, watch where you're going, boy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, it's an excellent. And I so, was just thinking about his, his bit today about uh, PETA dressing like Klan members. Have you heard that joke? Uh-uh. Oh, he's talking about, like, when he first went to New York City, he saw a bunch of Klansmen walking around and he was like, they were handing out pamphlets. And he, like, found a kid. He's like, hey... I'll give you 20 bucks if you go grab that pamphlet. 
And the kid grabs the pamphlet and just walks the other direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. And he's like, I'm not only mad that I lost $20, but I'm I'm extra mad because I just gave him $20 to go to like a racist university. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a scholarship. Because <laughs> yeah, I could just imagine how it fucking happened. He's like, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks to go get one of those things. And the kid's like, okay, well, 20 bucks. All right, I guess. He should have said, hey, go bring me back one of those pamphlets. I want to see what it says. That's uh, funny. It is super funny. But yeah, I like White Snack. Um, but to take up for Sarah Silverman, like, uh, I try to look at all angles. Mm-hmm. So to take up for Sarah Silverman and Chelsea Handler, like some conservative, I think it was like some woman, like some kind of Tommy Lauren personality type yeah. they were saying what's with these older you know liberal female comedians who all of a sudden they you know they have no kids so they feel like they gotta candace owens yeah they gotta take, it. was she the black chick yeah okay she's she like they she's, gotta, i remember her tweeting that they gotta take uh care of other people or something like that i don't remember exactly but i remember her calling out like Older liberal yeah. comedian women. And yeah. it's like... Who have no kids. Yeah. And, so and like, I thought about that. It reminded me of like some TED Talks. A TED Talk that I watched one time. And, I, and I, you know, to take up for them, that's kind of sometimes we need that energy. I think it's a little... My personal feeling, I think some of it's a little misplaced. But I think we do need that. You know, because for if you think of humans as a species, mm-hmm. as monkeys that we are, our species, as we get older, we start going into different roles. So the elder men and women become caretakers, and especially older um, women. So if you think back in the hunter gatherer times when we we're in tribes, mm-hmm. we really needed those older women in the tribe. They, they play a huge part, and especially with uh, minority communities, it's really common to find that both parents, the, the man and the woman, go to work, and the grandparent, usually the grandmother, watches the children, mm-hmm. and so the, the, the matriarch of the family has a place to live, and they're taken care of, and they're also contributing to, let's say, the air quote tribe. And so it kind of makes sense that, you know, these older women are kind of becoming more socially conscious because as they get older, as a species, that's kind of sometimes the roles that older people take. We, yeah. be, we become the caregivers and we start paying attention to yeah. the tribes. And I, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think, you Definitely know, not. we should probably pay attention to that. And it's not wrong for them to care about their fellow human and it's kind of natural you know Mm -hmm. i don't agree with their take on on Mm -hmm. a lot of things like whenever sarah silverman silverman was saying oh you uh bernie supporters get over it like the bernie would have won it's like but you're not getting it he would have won he did he had the nom. he got cheated yeah and then he's my biggest problem with bernie was that he stayed loyal to the party Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, we need to back Hillary Clinton, but you just got fucking cheated, bro, and you're mm-hmm. you're sticking to the team that doesn't yeah. even fuck with you. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they burned you, and you're still no pun intended. They burned <laughs> you, 
and you're sticking with them. So I'm, I really try to look at all sides of it. And like, like I said, I don't, on some of those things, I don't agree with Chelsea Handler and, and Sarah Silverman on like the support Hillary thing and all mm-hmm. that. But at the same time, I'm just like, those roles in our society are important and the whole paid pay gap yeah i definitely think there's absolutely some sexism in our world oh of course it it exists but at the same time we need to look at like what jobs people gravitate towards Mm -hmm. more like again i watch a lot of ted talks on youtube and it says men and women are different yeah like there's no we're different men are more attracted to money money jobs that pay higher wages things we're and it's yeah, and women are naturally caregivers. Like, yeah, men aren't going to gravitate towards being a preschool yeah. teacher. And I think as a society, we should, we should, uh, instead of getting women to act more like men, we should reward that behavior of women more. If mm-hmm. that makes any sense. So caregivers, like teachers and stuff, yeah, they definitely need to be paid more. Absolutely. Um, therapists and psychologists, things like that, service. You know. Mm-hmm. The fields that women gravitate towards more, those should be respected a lot more than they are now. And I think they should be paid higher Mm -hmm. because, and I think that would equal out. I read something recently where it was like originally they brought in women to become teachers so they could pay them less. And I guess kind of how it started, but I don't know. I I feel like it was a, a... a quote from like a president or something, mm-hmm. but I don't really remember. I want to be a surprise. I honestly, I want to be surprised. We got so much fucked up history in the yeah, U.S. Oh, definitely. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, because they say uh, oh, women they don't get paid as much. But if you listen to other people, they say like, well, it's because of the jobs they're picking. Mm-hmm. If you want to get paid as much as man, learn how to be a welder. You know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, and they say like men are more likely to die on the job. Like, I think it's like 89%. That's the thing too. It's like men, men do all the dangerous jobs. Yeah. If you want to get paid more, do a dangerous job. Um, But things like that. But like I said, I I think we should definitely uh, support jobs more that women gravitate towards. Yeah, especially in the education realm. Mm -hmm. In schools, teachers in general, like we have so many shit schools. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And it's like, so what's the average education level of a senior in high school? 12 years? Mm-hmm. So if you are unfit to get a decent job after 12 years of education, either. Our citizens, our people in the United States aren't worth a damn, mm-hmm. or our education system isn't worth a damn. Mm-hmm. Because you have to think 12 years of education. Yeah. Nonstop. 12 years. Well, we get the summer break. But 12 years of education, and you're still not qualified to get a decent paying job? Mm-hmm. Something's wrong here. Either the problem is with us, or it's with yeah. our education. Well, from um, people I've talked to in Europe, like foreign exchange students and stuff mm-hmm. when I was in high school, the way they explain it is by the time you're like 15, 16, they're already steering you in a direction. Like yeah. You're already ch- choosing like a technical school. Mm-hmm. You're already going somewhere. I think that's what we should do here. Yeah. And they don't have like proms. They don't have football teams. They don't have all these extracurricular activities, yeah. which there's a place for those, but they focus on education 
strictly education, nothing else. Yeah. Go to school, leave. Yeah. That's it. And like these sports, it's just a moneymaker. Yeah. Definitely. And these fucking garbage coach, especially in the South, mm-hmm. there's so many trash coaches that. Who end up teaching your kids absolutely nothing? Yeah. Yeah. I've had so many trash coaches like teaching. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I actually got jumped in high school because two coaches told uh, the two other kids, just just get it over with so we don't have to deal with y'all anymore. Wow. Yeah. Because like two, there's like uh, these two kids who were like talking shit. I mean, it was like some petty Mm -hmm. um, uh, middle school stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the coaches came up up and they're like y'all just need to hurry up and get it over with so we don't have to deal with y'all and you got to think there's these two kids oh nowadays they would be on cnn Mm -hmm. because you know i'm this like brown kid and these two white kids and these two white coaches are telling the two white kids they're hitting you like they jumped you at the same time yeah what the fuck yeah and the coaches were okay with that well the coaches were telling the whole group y'all just need to hurry up and get it over with so you know quit talking Quit talking shit and hurry up and get it over with so we don't have to deal with y'all for the rest of the year. Wow. And then later on, yeah. But I mean, like, they were little kids. Uh, it wasn't like... Yeah, like 7th, 8th grade. Yeah. And so it wasn't like... Of course, it was a big... You know, if you think of it as an adult, you think about it, it's like, well, that's not cool because, you know... Yeah, but the that's... Kid, as a 7th grader, that's your whole life. That's yeah. your reputation. That's Yeah. And that's so, like, I didn't get in trouble... Mm-hmm. But, and actually, they didn't even, now that I think of it, they didn't even call my parents. Because I was kind of, I was pretty much embarrassed. So I, I didn't tell my parents uh-huh. anything well, until later. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even call home. That's interesting. See, I like, I like the, I like the idea of doing, um, just focusing on education. Mm-hmm. But then those, those extracurricular activities are good. Like, they do yeah. have some positive advantages. Like, if we were to get rid of them completely, mm. we'd probably see, like, more kids that are broken homes getting into, like, gangs and drugs and yeah. all that shit. So, I don't know. There's a... I think we just need to take education more seriously as a whole. Yeah. Definitely. Football is pretty terrible. Especially on the brain. Oh, absolutely. We're finding that more and more. Like, if I have kids, then we'll, no, we'll play flag football. football but i'm going to steer you more towards basketball yeah. wrestling even ufc is better for your brain than fucking football <laughs> which is crazy yeah. it's crazy to think yeah. about <laughs> it definitely is and so like me with when it comes like i actually wanted to play soccer as a kid but of course being from the south my dad was like no soccer's for fags and fairies is your he dad li- not brown uh, yeah he's brown oh. and and so he uh he wanted me to play baseball. Mm. I fucking hated that shit. <laughs> but anyway, so um, he made me play baseball and he made me play basketball. Basketball was a little bit funner than baseball. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, look, we're both short brown people. Like, my mom's short. Um, she's actually Spanish. Hey, brown people dominated baseball. Yeah. And so, well, no, correction, Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Because they're they're mixed with black. That's yeah. So Puerto Ricans are basically European, Native American, or like indigenous and black. Beautiful people. Yeah. So three different races mixed together. They're the superior race. Um, but yeah, like I was. Now that I think back to it, I was Dominicans like, too. But yeah, we're I'm in like, the same area. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, look, Dad, you're a short, you're a short brown dude. What makes you think I'm gonna be a pro basketball player? 
Like, it's just not in the genetics. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, he wanted me to play basketball and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to play soccer. And I, I think those uh, those sports, they're basically, they're good. But, mm-hmm. I mean, for team building and socializing and stuff like that. And, but yeah, politics play a role in those, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, especially, like, the WT campus. Their football team gets more money than anyone else. They got mm-hmm. a brand new fucking stadium. They go like five and five every year. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch this season, but and they don't pay them. Yeah, that's the thing too. We need to pay college players. Yang Yang said he was going to make it to where they get paid. Absolutely should. Especially if you're, if you're getting CT, you know. Yeah. Like uh, what is it, Brendan Schaub getting CT? Do you ever watch that podcast? Brendan the Schaub, fighter and the kid. Well, I don't like that one too much. I'm I'm not a big fan of Brian Callen. That's funny. I mean, he's all right, but I watch more of uh, uh, King and the Sting, mm. uh, Theo Vaughn. I haven't and, gotten into that one. Oh, <laughs> that's probably the better one. I but, only listen to Fighter and the Kid when they have a guest, like yeah. when Chris D'Elia or Will Sass are on. Yeah. That's my jam. I listen to Fighter and the Kid a lot. That one's good because it's got Theo Vaughn and Brendan Schaub, and the Theo Vaughn always makes fun of... Uh, Brendan Ch- Brendan Schaub's uh, CT. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I forgot what he called him. Uh, he called him a French Paul Bunyan. <laughs> yeah. And he said he uh, works at changes tires at Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Oh, I love Theo Vaughn so much. Yeah. How he does not have more specials, I don't know. I've been waiting for his uh, what is it the uh, the Dark Arts mm-hmm. tour. Have you seen his his Netflix special? Yes, fucking hilarious. That's where I I found out who he was. Yeah, me too. Cause I, I like his uh, white privilege joke, where he said, "Man, I wish I had white privilege." <laughs> he said, "I didn't have it. I knew it was out there. I knew some motherfuckers with sweaters." It's <laughs> like, but not me. I was two tank tops in the winter. That shit's funny when he's like talking about living in a. The neighborhood and like the his neighbors like why'd you do this to us? It's like man, why would I do that to you and live right next door? <laughs> right, yeah. Now are we gonna share this plum or what? <laughs> yeah, just the random shit he throws in. It's like back in the day when you got molested, you just got molested. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> you got an ice cream and a ride home, so you just had to jump up on your bike and say, "Well, we ain't coming around here no more." <laughs> There's just t- touching dicks out here. Oh, man. I love that guy so much. Oh, he should be bigger than he is. Absolutely. He's got that southern twang. Yeah, from Louisiana. That's funny. Yeah, he's definitely one of my favorites right now. Yeah. I was trying to think. Andrew Scholes, if you're familiar with that yeah. guy. Yeah. He's, he's killing it right killing now. He's killing it on YouTube, yeah. Absolutely. He's funny. I saw the last one I saw was him, uh, the Hmong Asian. He goes, what kind of Asian are you? And they said, Hmong. Yep, I think I missed that goes, one. He looked at him, Hmong. He goes, <laughs> well, you got me beat on that one. I've never heard of that. There's actually a Palestinian dude in the crowd, or two of them, and he thought they were Mexican. <laughs> and he goes, dude, you blend right in. He's like, you're wearing flannel and everything. And But anyways, uh, he has this... Uh, chick, you know, what, what, what kind of Asian are you? Because he likes to guess mm-hmm. which Asian, and he's actually pretty accurate most of the time. Yeah, but uh, she she said Mong. It's like spelled M N O N G or something like that. 
He goes, what the fuck is Mong? <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, where's that at? And he goes, if you say the country from a country named Mong, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> but she said, she goes, we don't have a country. And he looked at the Palestinian dude, and everybody just laughed. Uh, we don't have a country. Yeah, that's so, funny as shit. But yeah, he's he's hilarious. I like his fashion videos. Fashion. fashion. <laughs> His crowd work's awesome. But yeah, the whole woke comedy, it's... I, I like I like his stuff because he, if he was a bad comedian, then he wouldn't be able to pull off his jokes. Yeah, definitely. If for, the, for those kind of jokes, you have to be good. Because yeah. like I said before, if you're going to do something risky mm-hmm. or if you're going to make a joke about like a shooting like the day after, I mean... You have to be skilled, yeah. And you, and most skilled comedians are gonna have some sort of like deeper meaning mm-hmm. to that joke, yeah. And, uh, and I've definitely encountered that just being two years in, where it's like, this is a great topic, and I want to touch on it, but I don't think I'm ready for it yet. Right, right. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna keep yeah. it here. And when the, when the time comes and my brain mm-hmm. connects correctly, yeah, then I'm gonna bring it out. But right now, <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to that because it's like you can risk, you can risk that. Um, you know, go for it, make the joke. Yeah. But if it's a trash joke, then people are gonna mm-hmm. remember that. And so, yeah. but also like, also like, I'm not afraid to take risks necessarily, mm-hmm. but I don't want to. I mean, I definitely don't want to be offensive just for the sake of being offensive. So it's like if I don't have a right. if I don't have a good punchline, then there's, there's, there's no yeah, point. There's definitely <laughs> some comedians out there who they're just doing it because they know it's going to make people mad. Mm. Comedians like that, I, I'm not really a fan of. Um, like, like I said, the two comedians I like the most are Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr, mm-hmm. and all of their jokes for the most, you know. And they they Especially make you Bill I they think, make you uncomfortable, but then they reel you back yeah. in. And I would actually say I think I actually like Bill Burr's comedy a little bit better than Dave Chappelle's. I mean, I like both of them, but mm-hmm. a lot of Bill's jokes you you kind of have to think about. Yeah. You know? And I still feel like Dave Chappelle before he left his old his his older two specials mm-hmm. were his, they, still his best. Yeah, they still stand up like yeah. Oscar the Grouch, Sesame mm-hmm. Street, all of that. Um, uh, the baby selling uh, <laughs> selling weed on the corner, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Just because I am dressed this way, <laughs> yeah, that's another good one. It's like the the slut shaming. Yeah, all of Dave Chappelle's, Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr, all of their past specials are still relevant today. Absolutely, and that's the beauty of it, Bill Burr is able to make jokes about like sort of the black cult culture mm-hmm. and like being ashy and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, when he, his joke about uh, being ashy because he was dating a black girl mm-hmm. and she was like, you're ashy too. He goes, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. And she ran but her fingers yeah. down his arm. He never mentioned that uh, he was dating her though or like she was black because I noticed he's never mentioned that like in his stand-up. I noticed he doesn't like to do that to mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm dating a... Yeah. a uh, or I'm married to uh, a black. Mm-hmm. I think he's only done that once. And when he when he mentioned that during an interview, he even said, "I hate saying this mm-hmm. because it shouldn't matter." And he's right; yeah. it shouldn't matter. 
Absolutely. There's still a lot of people that are, oh, you're racist. And I was like, dude, he's fucking married. <laughs> and he's been hanging out with black people. He was on the Chappelle show. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill was his best friend. Yeah. And so Bill Burr was hanging out. He was on the Chappelle show. The racial draft. Yeah, the <laughs> racial draft. And so for people to like give Bill Burr shit, like, I don't understand. But like I said before, he's going to be on The Mandalorian. So oh, I'm yeah. waiting for that. Well, the, the people who give comic shit, especially like big ones like Chappelle and Burr, mm-hmm. don't understand comedy. Yeah. Like the they got mad at Chappelle for saying the LGBT joke. Like the no. way he the way he talked about trans people, he's like just repeating what conservatives have said for fifty years. And then I went back and I rewatched it. He's like, maybe I missed something. And he didn't even make fun of trans people, really. He he said he made out with a trans. Yeah, chick. he did in that last special. It's uh, uh, two specials. Yeah. He talked about uh uh in like uh quote he said titty fucked. Uh, a trans girl and he said hey I ain't gay I'm just barring friction and so he's had multiple jokes of him engaging in sexual mm-hmm. activity and that's with the thing is he, he makes himself the butt of the joke yeah so he's making fun of himself more than he's making fun of the the trans community yeah. and I think that's unquote. where uh, Shane Gillis kind of messed up like he didn't it wasn't a full circle yeah, it wasn't a joke. It, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't come back to himself being the uh, uneducated or yeah. dumb one. Because I was listening to to other comics talk about, it and they're like, "Well, it's easy when a comic's on stage and he tells a joke, and you can defend that." Mm-hmm. But he wasn't on stage telling a joke, so it's harder to defend. Yeah, because he what he called Yang, he called him a, a Jew chink or something. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I I don't even understand how that joke works because if you're going to call somebody a Jew mm-hmm. from my understanding the stereotype about Jews is that they're stingy with money mm-hmm. right yeah. that's the stereotype yeah is that uh one they're good with money and they're stingy with money he's probably playing towards the good with money yeah <laughs> and so that's the stereotype but Ying is trying to give out money yeah so it it's it doesn't really make sense from what I can gather it's just like when you're chilling with your dumb friends and yeah. you're being dumb for the sake of being dumb just to make each other laugh. Yeah. And sometimes you just say some stupid shit. Yeah. Which happens often if you're with your friends and you're drinking mm-hmm. and you're just being stupid. Yeah. You're not usually recording yourself. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what kind of confused me about uh, SNL. It's just like, you know, you talk about all this comedy and the person that Shane Gillis came out and you know, said those things about Andrew Yang. He said, look, I went through his whole catalog and looked him up. He doesn't seem like an evil person. He just seems like a a young comedy, just Mm -hmm. throwing stuff out and talking. And, you know, that's the thing too, is like, I mean, not in this circumstance, but like with, with jokes, you have to throw it out there and see how it feels, see how it lands Mm -hmm. before you can formulate it into a, like a full, great bit like you have to start out with ah this is gonna bomb but i gotta tell this joke about bleaching my asshole (laughs) to see where it goes (laughs) yeah definitely and and you know as a you know i I, you know i like comedy i've i've always tried to keep up with comedians and new specials and stuff i remember growing up on uh the kings of comedy latin kings Mm -hmm. of comedy and and i've always been into comedy and just seeing how, I don't know, there's no, there's, 
it's like stand up comedy is like the first major uh, indicator of a free society. Mm -hmm. Because if you even someone like Trevor Noah, who's sort of more of a PC comic nowadays, Mm -hmm. not all the way, but his specials were great. Yeah. His, I don't like the daily show, but his specials were excellent. I don't like the, (laughs) if Trevor Noah's specials, the best ones are the ones he does in South Africa. Because if you watch Trevor Noah's material, they're different. He, Mm. and he's smart. His material for American audiences is way different than the material for South African audiences. And his South African material is so much better. And this is an American saying that. I'm not Mm -hmm. familiar too much with Jacob Zuma. But when he does his Jacob Zuma voices and his jokes, they still land to an international audience. Mm -hmm. And so I think Trevor Noah's best material is when he isn't in the United States. And I think that shows more about the American audience now. I haven't thought of it that way. That yeah. makes sense, though. You should, yeah, look up Trevor Noah's uh, South African gigs, his Australian gigs, mm-hmm. even some of his European stuff. Well, he, he so has much like, better. He has like three or four specials on Netflix. I don't know if they're all in the United States or not. Uh, they're all in the United States. Oh, okay. One's, I think, like a documentary almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching the documentary one, and he was like getting moved off stage by yeah. musicians and stuff. And I was like, damn, I can relate. And, and, <laughs> and one thing that I I really like about his South African. Uh, stuff is there's an accent he does and it's basically you can tell it's a rural rural african accent Mm -hmm. that he does um but if if an american were going to do something similar it would be like the voice we use when we're not sure about something so it'd be like oh i'm not sure we do you know to make fun of ourselves to say oh we're a podunk person we'd probably put a little rural you know twang to our voice Mm -hmm. but when he does that in in uh his african uh stuff it still lands yeah as being someone who isn't from there i still get it it's really good that's awesome yeah Fuck yeah. Well, I have to pee. You good? Yeah, I'm cool. Good. Yeah. I'm going to pee real quick. I'm going to pause it. All right, cool, cool, cool. I usually have on, um, just, I try to get like just interesting people, you know, artists, creatives. So you're in the you're in the box. Yeah. I uh, had an author recently. He was really cool. Just people that I'm interested in talking to, mm-hmm. you know. I like to dig up questions. Yeah. Are we back See on? what they're about. Yeah, I just started. Okay, cool. Back on. Anyway, we're closing into the two-hour mark. I like to ask uh, wrap-up questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, least favorite race. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I've never asked that question. I just wanted to see what you would say. Uh, well, I am mixed mm-hmm. with the uh, Latino and the white. I didn't know you were mixed. Yeah. Oh, me too. So like, Shout out half-breeds. Yeah. My mom's side of the family is from Spain. Like, legit Spain. So they're white. But my grandma spoke fluent Espanol. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad's side of the family is like, uh, well, they've been living in Texas 
I think before Texas was even Texas. Mm-hmm. And so I mix. And nowadays, the only, it seems like the PC, the only correct way to answer that is saying the white man. The white man, the white devil. Yeah. That is the correct answer. Glad you answered that correctly. Bing, 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 bing. But sometimes, you know, when they say the whites, they mix in the Jews. They yeah. forget about the plight of the Jews and yeah. how hard they have it. So. Or, but what about the black Israelites? Aren't they Jew? I don't know. I'm probably yeah, that yeah, yeah. That uh, that that new religion that just rose up. Yeah. Yeah, um, where they scream in the streets. Yeah. I yeah. I've just heard about them. That's so. interesting. I, I think. Uh, yeah, where it's like their their thing is like. Um, I think it's like uh, Native Americans, Blacks, and Mexicans are the modern day Israelites, mm-hmm. something like that. Which I don't know. I feel like you could be an Israelite and be any color. Yeah. Because the Israelites right now are every color. So. <laughs> yeah, like I have no idea. Like, have no clue about that whole situation. Yeah. So I have no Palestine. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. No idea. But anyway, back to the questions. Yes. That one wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's a good question. If you could make everyone in the world do something for 30 days, whatever you want it to be. They have to do something for 30 days. What would it be? Depending on... Probably fast. 30-day fast. Well, that's uh, maybe intermittent Oh, Okay, I got you. I got you. Fast fast daily things, like for a certain period. Because not everybody can make a 30-day fast. Mm -hmm. You know, for health reasons or whatever. But... Just do like a intermittent fast or, or fast if they can Interesting. healthily do it. Yeah, because it's probably some more diabetes. You yeah. know? I got type 2 diabetes. I can't not eat breakfast. I got the betas. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I would probably do like fast or something like that. If That's everybody could partake, then I would mm-hmm. say fast. The fasts are good. Yeah, just good do, for your soul. Just do like a water fast. Good for your body. If you can like medically pull that off. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that answer. Yeah. Also, next question: If you could take a time machine at any point in your life, future, past, what would you tell yourself, and where would you go? Oh shit! The past is trick is tricky because mm-hmm. you got to figure out where to go. Yeah, you might step on a snail, and now you know mm-hmm. cats don't exist. Well, I was thinking more like a slavery. Mm-hmm. And uh, think <laughs> that's a good point too. Racial uh, things of that nature, like when white people say, "Oh, don't you just want to live in the fifties? It's so <laughs> aesthetic." And it's like back in the good old days. Oh, you stupid! <laughs> like you see what I look like. It's like uh, you gotta get your food round back. But uh, so that's kind of tricky. Um, no, I was saying uh, a time in your life. Specifically to you. Oh. Yeah, so 19. You're 30, that makes it 90. When was Pokemon on air? <laughs> May I don't know, like, mm, I would just hit the restart. Like, uh, can, can you do like a restart character? Go back to baby you? Yeah. Same knowledge? Yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah. You'd be superhuman. Mm. Yeah. 
I think that's something everybody thinks about. Right? Definitely, yeah. It's like, what, 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 what would I do if I could go back and have like the same sort of mental mm-hmm. capacity I have now? Yeah. Go back and flip off that first grader who was talking shit. Yeah. Well, I was thinking more like what sort of patterns would I make? Mm. See, I was thinking small scale. I was thinking like all the people I'd punch in the face. <laughs> who I was, I was too much of a pacifist as a child. Yeah. But like, I should have punched that kid in the uh, face for taking my. Uh-huh. For taking my chocolate milk. <laughs> I, I yeah. I think more of what kind of patents and intellectual property mm-hmm. could I make PayPal? Yeah. And then shoot a car into space. Yeah, right. <laughs> Things like that. Oh, what kind of stock could I invest in? Hell yeah. When people are like, You're stupid, why are you investing in that? It's like you'll see. Facebook. Microsoft. That's how that dude that dude Gary Vaynerchuk. He mm-hmm. got like all, all his money from like investing in like Facebook and Twitter when they were tiny. Yeah. And then wine or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Business business people. Weird. That robot, the Zuckerberg 9000. Oh, yeah. Dude, so weird. He's super weird. Have you seen that video of him grilling in his backyard? He's like, we've got ribs and brisket. <laughs> He's just like, it's like a 50-minute video. It's like, we've got ribs and brisket on the on the grill. Uh, what do you guys like for Thanksgiving? I like ribs and brisket. <laughs> he just that's, keeps... not a, that's not a thing. That's not a Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, it was funny as shit. <laughs> Do you think he's an NPC? Definitely. I don't even know what an NPC is, but yeah, absolutely. A non-playable character, <laughs> like a like a character in a video game. <laughs> no, he's definitely a playable character. Created Facebook, right? So no, but he he seems that way. Yeah. Uh, he seems like a bot. Yeah, he what does. What if all of this was just like one giant uh, uh, simulation? Maybe. Because that's what they've been saying nowadays, right? I saw a trailer with uh, Ryan Reynolds is a is an NPC who Free gains guy? sentience. Yeah. Actually, it looks pretty funny. Oh. I love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's funny. I actually saw some patterns in a brick wall, and it was weird. What do you mean? Um... Okay, so whenever I was going to school for animation, mm-hmm. I uh, I was taking some extra classes too, like in 3D modeling. And so anybody who plays games fairly frequently will know this, that at a certain height, when you look down at the map, you will see patterns in the texture mm-hmm. because it's a tiled texture. And what that is is, so when you model an object in, in 3D mm-hmm. space and you put a texture on it, say like this this uh speckled wall next to us yes the texture they use is called a tile so that means they can put the squares oh that was cool yeah they uh (laughs) they can put the squares next to each other and they all mesh together Mm. and so it's a seamless pattern that's repeated over and over and over and usually close up you can't notice it but if you go really high if you look down on the ground, you'll see all these little squares. Mm, in these like patterns. when you're in a plane. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in a video game. Yeah. Um, you saw that on a brick wall in yeah, real life? Yeah. Hmm. How far away were you? It's pretty close. It was like the one. Have you ever been to uh, Synergy? Yes. Those walls uh, next to uh, next to them, the, the fly, the. I don't know what it is, like a skydive, indoor skydive place. Mm, I know what you're talking about. But you know those big brick buildings over there? Yeah, across the road. Yeah, so I saw those and I looked at them closely and I was like, and I 
and I could kind of recognize the pattern. And so I was like, that's weird. Yeah. So, of course, my main, you know, the most logical uh, explanation is that the wall was just built by a machine. That's just... That stacks the bricks automatically. Mm. Do do uh, machines do that? I wouldn't be surprised. I have no idea. Sounds sounds right. Because if it was <laughs> if it was a person, people who were doing it, there would be more flaws mm-hmm. in the brick wall, and there wouldn't be patterns. So either it's probably was put together by a, some sort of machine that kind of lays them, you know, and like just moves up along the side of the wall. But I just thought that was weird. It could be a simulation. I don't. Even, um, how do we get on this topic? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm interested. Like we're in we're in the Sims. Yeah. I don't know how oh, you get into Sims. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah, robot. Have you do you are you a fan of South Park? Yes. Because they had that episode with Zuckerberg where it's like his mouth didn't move at all. <laughs> he was like, You cannot defeat me. That's it was funny. it was super funny. Mm-hmm. And they all and they all tried to fight him. Yeah. Um classic. Anyway, more what was, the, what was the question? Uh, the question was if you could go to any part in your life, any point in your life. Uh, how the fuck did we get simulation? Talked about restarting. I don't know how we brought up Zuckerberg. I don't know. Robot man. Yeah. I just do a straight hard reset. <laughs> fucking reset. Oh, we were talking about creating a Facebook probably. Yeah. Come in. Oh, yeah. Creating What's up? Facebook. What's up? Oh, pizza. Yeah, you are, but it's fine. That's cool. You guys want to slice a saw? Yeah. Saw. What, what kind is it? Uh, the kind I got from your mother's house. Pizza from my mom's. That's yeah. the name of my podcast. Pizza from my mom's. Even with the exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Pizza from my mom's. Pizza. You were the best. Uh, hello, Matt's audience. Thank you, Gabe, my new roommate who brought me pizza from Domino's. Yes. Domino's is Be the place fresh. to eat pizza. I think I've met Gabe before. Yeah, we met at, uh, we met at one, of the, uh, one of the shows. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I should do it like a, like a Mr. Rogers. Thank you. It's Pizza Man, Gabe. <laughs> Hi there. I'm just here to tell you guys about pizza and communism. Aren't Thank you. are both great? Appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> anyway, we were on the last few minutes. I'm going to talk about y'all's gay shit. Now it's an ASMR podcast. <laughs> All right, next question. I forgot what I was going to ask. One question you should ask is, who have we offended? After every podcast, you should be like, who have we offended? I have offended no one. Hopefully. (laughs) The Asians, the gays, the Jews, Palestine... Most of we mentioned Bernie supporters, mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton, Sarah Silverman, Amy Schumer, yeah. Chelsea Handler, um, Joe Rogan. Yeah. I think we've actually just gone straight <laughs> down the middle, really. Yeah, yeah, pretty straight. Um, was the next question I was going to ask. Can you remember a time that you laughed the hardest? Mm. Mm. Ali Wong 
one of her stand-up. There's, I run into the problem that if I watch a comedy special, I can never laugh as hard as I did the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. So I remember uh, one was Bill Burr's um, whole story of the pit bull that he got and his anger management problems. Mm-hmm. And him walking down the street, him pissed off. <laughs> he did like a callback to the pit bull. Just be like, oh, I'm just freaking out. I remember I laughed a lot during that. And Ali Wong's joke about colonizing the colonizer. I don't know if you saw her stand up. No, I need show. to watch it. Oh, all of Ali Wong's um, stand up are great. Better than Amy Schumer. Ali Wong, oh, I already knew that. Yeah, Ali <laughs> Wong should be getting so much more. Like, I already know she's on a TV show, but she's hilarious, and all of her stand-up specials are good. I've only seen her bit on about uh, nail salons, which would probably be racist, I guess, today. But I don't remember that. Is that the one where she's like doing a nail lady impression? That's kind of like what got her famous. Unless I'm thinking of someone else. Now I have to Google it to make sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ali Wong, her uh, Netflix specials are on Netflix, of course. But she's funny. Oh, yeah. I'll watch her. Have you seen uh, Burt Kresher's uh, Secret Time? That's probably <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite specials of like 29, I guess. I come out in 18 or 19. I don't know. It's one of my favorite specials I've seen in a while. Yeah. See, that, that one was weird for me because I like Burt. But some of the jokes in there, I've... And I feel like I'll sound like a, a liberal PC crybaby. Liberal snowflake loser. Yeah. But some of the racial jokes just didn't really hit for me. And like I remember being kind of like bummed out that they weren't better. Because me, yeah. I don't mind those kind of jokes if they're funny. Mm-hmm. But I remember some of them with Bert. They just seemed lazy. I was kinda, Some of the race jokes. I was kind of caught off guard that he was reaching that far. Yeah. Because like... I listened to like his. I guess I haven't heard that much of his stand up. Mm-hmm. I listened to the stand up with the Russian story. Yeah, the then, machine. Yeah, and then uh, he leans just on his podcast that pretty heavy. But like, I don't know. Like, I I didn't expect him to like go as far as he did. Yeah, and like I all I remember was thinking that those jokes were kind of lazy and easy, and then because like if you're gonna make f- fun of like my race. At least make it funny mm-hmm. so I can laugh with you. But if it's not funny, then you're just saying some shitty stuff. And I and that was, I felt weird about it because I remember, like, I like Burt Kreischer. I don't think he's a bad person at all, you know. Th- those jokes just didn't land with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, But uh, I like this stupid dance video that he did. You see that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see Tom Segura's? Yes. <laughs> He was dressed up as uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> that was beautiful. No, oh, that was, and he stabs Bert at the end. Especially the beginning, where they're like, "He's totally racist, right?" <laughs> yeah, he's. Not... <laughs> uh, but I like both. I like Tom Segura and uh, and Bert Kreischer. But yeah. But anyways, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I think he's filming. He just filmed another special. Mm-hmm. That's about to come out. I like uh, Tom Segura's stand up more. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, I don't listen to his podcast, so I just feel like it's too many poop jokes. So yeah, I like his uh, Big Daddy Kane joke. Kane, Kane, what's up, Kane? <laughs> um, yeah, some of some of the stuff he laughs at. I'm like, why are you laughing at that? It's not that funny, but mm-hmm. I thought it was funny they had to pay back McDonald's. That is funny. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, oh, one thing that annoyed me was Ari Shafir. I can't when, get into Ari. No, I've I tried. Don't, I don't like. I've I like the uh, whenever he was on Comedy Central, mm-hmm. doing. This is not happening. Yeah, that was a great show. I don't like the new guy they got. What's his name? He's from The Daily Show. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's a black guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really common name too. I forget, but it's weird because <laughs> I'm not a huge Ari fan, mm-hmm. and I liked Ari when he was on there, and but as soon as like that he did that podcast where he roofied, uh, he legit, Roy Woods Jr. Yeah, yeah, Roy Sorry, Wood Jr. And I like Roy Wood Jr. too. He, mm-hmm. He's funny. I just don't like him on that show. And whenever I saw that podcast where Ari legit, like legit roofied Bert. <laughs> Like, like I like Bert, and you know, I just that annoyed me so much. Yeah, he's because he's crazy like especially that. with someone like Bert, like there's no way Bert's healthy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you and, can see it in his face. Yeah, and Bert when he he blacks out when he laughs too hard. That's like, scary. He he like blacked out for a second on one of his podcasts because he was laughing too hard, and so. If Bert said he said he was on a plane and he had some drinks and he was having panic attacks, I'm mm-hmm. like, that's look, comedy's comedy, but there's it's like, look, that was fucking stupid and that's not cool. Yeah. And the fact that Ari's just so nonchalant about it, mm-hmm. I, w- I would have hit Ari Shafir if he did that to me. Yeah. Like I would have physically hurt him. Definitely. And I'm and I'm not like a violent person. Bird always talks about how his wife doesn't like Ari at all. No, I understand. Like, why. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I after that, I was just like, I don't really. I I watched. I think he had two specials that came out on Netflix. Yeah, like together. I, yeah, I watched both of them. Wasn't really into it. I watched the the first half of the very first one where he was like, "My friend got pregnant on Tinder," and that was like the first fifteen minutes. I was like, that statement's not that funny. Yeah. My friend got pregnant on a Tinder date, and that was like the. Seems pretty common to yeah, me. Yeah, that was the setup. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, but apparently he got fired from Comedy Central because he just wanted to answer his phone. Mm. Like, come on, dude. Because he like <laughs> just left. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Like, I like some of his, you know, sort of shenanigans mm-hmm. and some of his jokes. But then once I. Once I saw that podcast and I saw how unapologetic he was about it, mm-hmm. I was like, that's... I do love uh, his Amazing Racist YouTube videos. Those are funny. I haven't seen that one. It's it's I'll old, it but out. he was... Uh, it, there's a bunch of them just called The Amazing Racist. And yeah. he's just like in a... <laughs> this shit is crazy. He's in like a little rowboat on the beach and he's like... We're taking y'all. He's like talking to black people that walk by. He's like, "Hey, we're we're going back to Africa. Come on, <laughs> we're going back." To <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. That's fucked up, but it's fun. This is like with the black people, like, "Oh no, <laughs> we're we're good. <laughs> Have fun." He's like, come on, guys, let's go back to Africa. 
Like like he's a part of it. Like he's yeah. with them. Like yeah. he's gonna go with them. Like fuck this, but yeah, like I, I liked him on like some of Joe's podcasts, but after mm-hmm. after the whole roofy thing, mm-hmm. I was like, you when you do something like that, you're just yeah, you're kind of a piece of shit. I've just never been a that big fan of Ari, um, yeah. or like like I love Joey Diaz, I love his podcast, yeah, but like I don't. His, his stand-up doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. I actually got... Ru- I th- I'm pretty sure I got roofied once. Oh, snap. In Austin, yeah. Wow. I was drinking. And, like, the night was going so good. I ended up making out with, like, some Instagram chick. She was all tatted up. Super hot. Fake That's bo- cool. Fake boobies. And then she left. And then I was hanging out with this Asian dude and his girlfriend. And then I remember... Because I was pretty well hydrated, and whenever I'm like drinking a lot of water, mm-hmm. um, I don't get like blackout drunk or anything. And I was all the drinks I was ordering was it was a, a double, uh, or no, not a double. I would get a like a Jack and Coke tall. So the majority of the drink was Coke, like mm-hmm. liquid, yeah, and just a single of Jack. So most of the Stuff going into me was just like... Soda. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I remember I gave these two randos uh, a ride home and we're hanging out at their apartment drinking wine and then... And I saw them pour my drink. It was like some wine. And they didn't fuck with my drink. But then I remember getting in a fight with somebody and that's like so... Like not me. Mm -hmm. So being in a situation like that and knowing what could happened from being like roofied yeah it's scary man yeah and it's just that just fucking turned me off of it's scary how common it is yeah yeah it's happens all the time and like yeah that shit of course happens to chicks too like fucking yeah that's crazy yeah i don't even know like where where one gets roofies like this you just ask your weed guy hey you got a roofie plug yeah (laughs) and then like if you're a weed guy you're just like yo what are you why why are you asking me for a roofie bro like i'm not gonna sell you weed anymore yeah it's like i'm a drug dealer bro but (laughs) fuck what are you trying to get into i'll give you some molly and some heroin don't be fucking weird about it (laughs) right it's like Bro, like the 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 pol- uh, politically correct weed dealer, bro. Your vibes like off. I can't sell to you no more, bro. You're just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Hell yeah. But yeah, so I I know what that's like, and it's not fun. Punch some rando dude in the face, and so, I have no idea why. All I remember was he was like, in so my you face you blacked out before you punched him? No, it, it was like. As you were going out or yeah, something? Yeah, it was a back and forth. Mm-hmm. I was just shit face drunk. And I've never... There's very few times I've ever been like that straight from alcohol. Did you wake up in that apartment? Mm, no, I think I got my dad to come pick me up or something. Nice. And, so uh, you were conscious? So you didn't like fully go to sleep? Uh, no, no, not fully. It was uh, splotchy. Mm. Back and forth. And so, but I knew like leading up to that, I was fully hydrated, mm-hmm. feeling good, like, and, you know, I've been like that before, and I had to drink heavily, to get to that point. And that night I wasn't drinking crazy. Mm-hmm. 
That's crazy. I had a I had a dream similar to that mm-hmm. where it was like uh I don't remember all the details, but I was like at a bar or a club and we went back to drink at this guy's house and then like I could like like film my like things getting darker and then yeah. he was like laughing and I was like, Oh shit, I'm about to get raped. That's how my dream ended. Ooh. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, being in that situation. Yeah, and like be scary as fuck. I had a moment where I, f- I kind of like I, I can't say that I fully understand what it's like to be like raped or anything like mm-hmm. that, or what a woman would go yeah. through. But I had a situation where I was at a at a uh, it was kind of like a bikini bar or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was just hanging out, having a, a drink, just because it was it was on the way home from work and I just stopped by to get a drink because they had some specials and I remember just hanging out with people and talking and then I remember one of the dancers like gave me like a short little peck on the mouth like a kiss and and for a week straight I just felt gross Mm. because like I I even pulled back (laughs) and I it just made me feel uncomfortable and I was just like just imagine how horrible it must feel to like something more extreme like fucking happening to you. Oh, definitely. So I don't know. And all that just from like some like chick giving me like a quick little mm-hmm. kiss on the face. And I was just like, it made me feel gross. You can legally slap her. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I don't know the rules. <laughs> I just felt gross about it. It was weird. No, that is gross. That is weird. But it's like. I was it's... like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. But also, you're like a dude, so you just have to deal with it. Yeah. Like, if you're a dude, you just have... Yeah, you have to just, like... What are you, a little bitch? You know, like, some mm-hmm. stripper was, like, trying to make out with you. What are you complaining about? I'm mm-hmm. like, uh... Yeah, you can't go complain to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> all right, homo. <laughs> right, all right, whatever, dude. But if it was a guy, you would have liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Fig. All right, final wrap-up question. All right, cool, cool. What do you think happens when you die? Oh, that's tough. Either we're in assimilation and we wake up and they're like, all right, here's your data. This is all the fuck-ups you made. You know, let's, uh, now you're ready to join society. Or hmm. What is this, like a... Like a afterlife scenario yeah like if it, i, I if was kind of thinking matrix like we got unplugged and we're like yeah yeah you failed like, the game <laughs> yeah it'd be like yeah you this is where you messed up um don't worry most people mess up um but now you have all this knowledge so you can go out there and try to make better decisions you know or we it's just like a, a transfer of energy maybe hmm I'm thinking something like that. Like the energy just leaves and goes elsewhere. Yeah. It's like, who knows where. Yeah. Interesting. Into the ground or whatever. Like uh, Bob Lazar was saying that aliens refer to us as containers. Whatever that means. That sounds like Scientology. Fucking Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Tom Cruise. Should be that name of this episode. Right. Tom Cruise. Fucking Tom Cruise. Fucking Tom. Yeah. Either it's just like a transfer of energy or it's just like some simulation. I like that. 
what if, because you were saying that uh, that new movie coming out with Ryan Reynolds where he's yeah. just like an NPC, mm-hmm. what if we're all just NPCs? Could be. And like these mass shooters, what if they're the players? Oh, like, snap. Like Grand Theft Auto? What if we're inside like a Grand Theft Auto video game? Right. And all the crim- criminals and stuff, people doing crazy shit, uh-huh. what if they're the players? You think the people who are overdosing are players too? Maybe. Rest, rest in peace, Juice World. Juice World, yeah. <laughs> it's possible. But we could just all be NPCs, like Zuckerberg. Yeah, we could all be. I wish I was Zuckerberg. Yeah, he's got a lot of money. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, we'll tax the shit out of him or something. I don't yeah. know how it works. <laughs> AOC for sure doesn't like him. See when she was questioning him? Mm-hmm. about the political ads they don't fact check those things yeah she goes so you're telling me you don't know he was like oh no i don't know <laughs> i don't know I, I can i can see both sides of it to where it's like we're just here to fucking share things <laughs> i don't need right, to be a facebook cop yeah it's like hey bro if, if you got any ideas like put it into law or let us know like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to make money. Exactly. What do you think the next Facebook thing will be? It's a good question. Um, I remember in college we were doing research because I was doing marketing shit. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Google Hangouts are the next Facebook. And then that shit died as soon as it started. Um, that's a good question. I have no idea. I was, I've always, I always wonder, like, what's the next? What are we going to do after this? I think uh, from what Elon Musk said on Rogan's podcast... Like we're gonna integrate technology into our body somehow, yeah, and then um, it's gonna malfunction, and then we're gonna get viruses, robot AIDS, <laughs> and then. But I don't, I don't know what the. I guess I don't, I don't know what could come after, like Facebook or Twitter. Like, what is that? Is there anything? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good yeah. ass question. It's definitely not going away. For sure. I think it's just going to, they're going to find more ways for it to be more integrated into our lives. Yeah. More than it already is. Um, nope. I mean, there's no privacy right now, but have you seen those mirrors? They have the, they have mirrors that like work like computer screens now. Like, Ooh, and it's crazy. like your, your bathroom mirror, you can like open up apps, take photos, play Too music. Much. Yeah. They're, they're watching and that's, you. that's literally 1984. It's the exact yeah. fucking thing, same thing. Like, it's only a matter of time. They're like, what are you doing, Mr. Johnson? Stop masturbating, Mr. Johnson. We're coming in. <laughs> this is the fifth time today. <laughs> Stop it. Get that dick out of your hands, you pervert. What would your mother think? We're calling her right now. It's It really feels like it's only a matter of time until there's like thought crimes, you know? Yeah. Until that shit actually well, happens. Right now, that's actually kind of like semi what's going on this whole cancel culture it's like mm-hmm. thought crime With, just simply asking questions yeah. like you that know that shit's happening in China yeah. full force free so Hong Kong if we didn't if we didn't have that one document mm-hmm. we'd be fucked oh yeah like <laughs> it's crazy like even you hear about Blizzard Blizzard Entertainment Mm-mm. they made World of Warcraft Starcraft and, yeah I know they made World of Warcraft and they do a, a new game called uh one called Hearthstone and the Overwatch, mm-hmm. but uh, they banned one of their players because he was like a pro Hong Kong 
protester and he said like free Hong Kong. Really? Yeah, they took away his prize money. They did that pussy NBA shit? Yeah, and they banned wow. him for like uh, a year. And everybody flipped on Blizzard. They're like, fuck you, you hate America. As they should. Yeah, because Blizzard is an American company. We should have boycotted the NBA when LeBron James was being yeah. a dumb bitch. <laughs> and so they they eventually gave the dude his uh, he's still suspended, but they gave him back his prize money because he made like That's a lot of money. That's so fucking stupid. Yeah, and people were like, "No, fuck Blizzard! I ain't gonna buy shit from them." Why are we bowing down to Hong Kong? Yeah, or no, it, to China. To China, yeah. Because Hong Kong is like is the one rebelling. Yeah, they're the they have democracy there. Yeah. It's like the only, their only beacon of free speech is in Hong Kong. And so China's doing like some fucking shady shit and blizzards over there. Like, oh yeah, we're just gonna, because there's so much money in China Mm -hmm. and there comes a point. It's like, no, you need morals over money. Yeah. Like they asked, uh, as the Warriors head coach, Steve Kerr. Yeah. And they were like, they were asking him about China. He's like, America has its own problems. No, no, no. Like, he avoided the question. It's like, <laughs> you look like a giant bitch right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, who who's the dude with the beard? The, uh, Harden? James Harden? Yeah, yeah. He, like, said some bullshit. And people are like, really? Fuck you, dude. Mm-hmm. You're, like, sucking China's dick. It's crazy, because, like, they're not... Le- LeBron's not afraid to speak out against Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, he's not afraid to go after our president. But it's like, oh, China... Well, I gotta get paid. Yeah, <laughs> and like you gotta make money. Know, whether you like Trump or not, like I don't like Trump, but like some of the shit like he does, like the whole you know, not taking shit from China. It's like yeah, fuck them. They're yeah, communists. They, and, you know, they do horrible shit to their people and their artists. Mm-hmm. Like Ai Weiwei, you ever remember that dude? No. They fucking. I don't. I'm gonna have to Google to see whatever happened to him. Like he did some like uh, pretty like. Uh, controversial art. He's an artist over there in China, and they were putting him under house arrest. And damn, you know, people for a while he just like disappeared. Mm-hmm. So people thought like he was like assassinated. But he's got such a big international presence that like I think China was like, oh shit, we can't like do that. That's crazy. Uh, and so they're kind of like North Korea, just fucking. They just got more money. Yeah. That's like in Germany, their chancellor was just talking about how um, they're basically like freedom of speech is dangerous. And it's like, holy fuck, like I'm so glad I don't live in any of these places. (laughs) Freedom of speech means you get to say some fucked up shit about me and I get to tell you that you're Mm -hmm. a dumb fucking idiot. That's freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. Whether you agree with it or not, people have the right to say it. Yeah, and, and you have the right to tell them to fuck off. We have the right to call any political leader we want a cunt. And yeah, to not get arrested for it. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> thing. It's like, hey, if you don't like what this person is saying, you can, hey, challenge them on it. Yeah, freedom of speech. You know, like that's Go people. Protest. People don't understand that. Like me as a brown person, like the K, saying the KKK has a right to. Say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have the same right to say, no, fuck you. You're an idiot, you know? Absolutely. And it's just like the give and take. And, but I don't know. I think there should be some people in prison, though. 
like that Richard Spencer. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, because like he is taking it beyond freedom of speech. He's actively trying to like undermine the the government and the country itself. I don't. I am not aware of anything he's doing or saying, but I know he has an active Twitter account, and that's pretty crazy. Like I don't. I don't believe in censorship, but it's like, should we give yeah. white supremacists a Twitter account? <laughs> yeah. And it's like the thing is, he's well. Well, the thing is like. Look, say whatever you want about race. That's your whole fucking weird prerogative. But when you're actively trying to undermine, like, the government in a way of, like, uh, like, hey, we want all Jews to be out of America. We want all black people out of America, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. If, if you're a, someone like that and you're actively trying to overthrow the u.s government to me that just sounds like a fucking terrorist what is he doing to overthrow the government just with his uh his his different talks and speeches and organizing Mm. he 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 specifically talks about overthrowing our government as it is to like uh i guess install a white supremacist government does he have the numbers to do that what is that like 20,000 guys maybe I have no idea <laughs> what the whole alt-right number is but it can't be that big but yeah I've seen there's like a dude named Nick Fuentes I see mm-hmm. on Twitter and he's like openly alt-right and it's just like yeah. and he has like his own YouTube news with show with a name like that too Fuentes yeah. bro like, what the fuck is going you're on you're not I don't know what's going on and, and like the I thing is like, the world. yeah when racist people are like hey go back to your country go back to Mexico I'm like as soon as you go back to France, yeah, so fuck off. <laughs> like, and then these these fucking racist ass people, like hijack if all these conservative movements. And yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like con- conservative, uh, conservative. What is it? I can't even fucking say it. How smart am I? Conservativism, visivism, visivisms. So being a conservative, you know, isn't about being racist, and they fucking hijack this shit. You yeah. know, and like, definitely, are there some conservatives that are racist? For sure, you know. Absolutely. Just like I think some Democrats are probably racist, mm-hmm. like fucking Hillary Clinton Absolutely. and her whole super predator bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's just this fucking idea that I don't know. But I think they they have a significant enough supporters with this alt right for them to be labeled as like a terrorist mm-hmm. organization. Yeah, I mean it's. It's definitely bigger than I thought it was because they've had, had several mass shootings. Yeah. From fucking alt-right lone wolf pieces of shit. Yeah. And like with this whole, uh, whenever that dude drove into the crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. Oh yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, it's like pieces of shit like that. And it's like, why why isn't this dude being treated like. Um, a terrorist? Yeah, like a terrorist. Guantanamo Bay? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a you good know, ass Instead of having some fucking goat farmer in Guantanamo Bay yeah. who has no idea why he's there, why don't you have people like Richard Spencer? Absolutely. Who's actively trying to like overthrow like US government and yeah. put into like this white supremacy. I don't Fuck know. Fuck his shit up. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then you're just like, the oh, we're worried about like fucking Islamic terrorists and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, maybe you should stop blowing up their kids with drone strikes, yeah, man. and they wouldn't be so pissed off with us. Fear mongering. Yeah. I mean, I think there's going to be evil people no matter what, but 
It's a good point. And you see like Fox News um, specifically. I don't watch CNN. I see, I see CNN like on TV at the gym and stuff. Yeah. But like every time I see Fox News, it's like they're only focusing on crimes that involve illegal immigrants. Yeah. It's like, oh, an illegal immigrant killed four people today. Bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, what about all the crazy white <laughs> Christian people out there shooting up Planned Parenthoods? And, yeah, it's so weird. And the thing is like, what's wild is that Fox News is way more fair to Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Than any of the liberal like media. It just fucking blows my mind. Yeah. But all those cable news shows, they all suck. Yeah, they're all, yeah. <laughs> CNN and Fox News, they're all corrupt. They all have their own agenda. Mm. The only stuff I really listen to is NPR. I mean, I because it's public, mm-hmm. public broadcasting. And for the most part, they're pretty just straight down the middle. They're like, this is the issue. This is what this side thinks. And this is what that side thinks. You know. Nice. So. Good. Good, good, good. <coughs> Do it. All right. Any last sign-off words? Any final questions? Any final thoughts from Paul Perez, illustrator, animator, dominator? Yes. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, Baby Yoda. First and foremost. Mm. No, um, yeah, I just uh, have an Instagram, uh, Paul Perez Inc., I-N-K, um, on Instagram. You can at me if you disagree with anything I say. Let's talk about it. I also stream on uh, Mixer, B-Boy Paul 1, um, so you can check me out there. I'm usually streaming in the afternoons after 5 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's about it. Yeah, and I, and mostly I think people should definitely like talk more to each other. You know, absolutely. So like, if you disagree with things, just be like, hey, I disagree with that, and this is why, and you know, open up channels of dialogue because this whole I hate you, you know, because of this instead of talking to people, it's just stupid. You know, talk to people. I concur, and I just googled. I was curious. Number of alt-right Americans. Um, there's a few numbers. One study says 24 million. One study says 11 million. So we'll just say around 20 million. Yeah. What if it said like five? <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's Chad and... Chad. What if it said Chad and the boys? <laughs> we know where they all live. Yeah, Chad and the boys. That's that's quite a bit though. Yeah. But that kind of makes me wonder like how many are like actually all right how many are just like fucking trolls yeah i think there's a lot of reddit (laughs) yeah like they just they're not they're not happy with their situation in life and so they want to make other people feel bad so they take it out on other people i think that's what most of these people are yeah they're all losers beta males for sure yeah (laughs) anywho thanks for coming we're wrapping it up we're at 239 so good talk we're going to have to do another one with uh, Skylar. Absolutely. That little Skylar's shit a, over here. He's afraid to leave his house. Really? Yeah, he's like, uh, do you watch Always Sunny? Yeah. Yeah, Charlie Kelly's afraid to leave Philadelphia. <laughs> That's Skylar, but it's his house. Dude, I'll go pick him up and make <laughs> him come. Little bastard. Because he's like, I've had this podcast. Um, I started January of 18. So mm-hmm. damn, it's about to be two years. Fuck. Nice. Um, so yeah, he hasn't. he's always been like, I'll be on your podcast. It's been... 
two years he hasn't been on yet so really <laughs> yeah and i've been on his like five or six Dude, times let's change that like next weekend <laughs> yeah let's kidnap him fuck yeah we will we'll actually show up and like i've, I've known scholar since fucking high school mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah when he had short hair yeah he had short hair and he was dating this one chick and he and then they broke up and then she tried to bang me but i wasn't really too into it and so nice good yeah. friend <laughs> Don't pick up those scraps. Um, scraps. That's the that's the uh, advice of the day. Don't pick up scraps, guys. Yeah. Guys, 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 and gals. Yeah, and talk to people. And Z's or Zim. Yeah, don't fuck the homie's ex. Yeah. Actually, I've done that before, but don't. That was old me. New me doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Peace.